Welcome to the Inglorious Bards. I'm your humble Game Master, Tom, and this is Adventure 17. We've had a crazy couple of adventures uh, the last few uh, weeks, and uh, we're interested to see where things go. We're coming to you live on twitch.tv slash Bards every uh, Tuesday, 7 p.m. Pacific. Come join us, uh, join the chat. We're also available on our YouTube channel to check the video out after the fact and available on all your favorite podcast players. Uh, let's begin with a recap of the last two sessions from the split group and we'll see what happened then. After leaving Lady Talmadrin's, uh, the group split in half, and three of them, which would be Iggy, Jix, and Idrisil, all headed north to grab the banner for uh, King Faon, if they could find it. On their journey, they uh, encountered a couple of uh, river drakes, almost encountered. They actually dodged getting out of the way while they were flying down the river. They met a sage who gave them some crazy advice, also indicated that there was a giant red dragon at the old castle that they were on their way to. They decided to skirt around the dragon to not deal with it and went to the keep instead. At the keep, they found that there was a bunch of hobgoblins who had taken over and uh, killed, apparently, the soldiers that were there and ended up getting into a battle because from what they understood, the banner was actually in the keep. It was a hard-fought battle, and they, reinforcements started coming in from both sides against Navarin soldiers and the wolves that showed up at the same time, but they showed up just a little late. As Idrisil grabbed the banner, Jix fell dead. Meanwhile, down south, Xanner, Sildren, and uh, Brenros, Sir Brenros went down to Thave, out of the country of Navarre, to find the last chalice. As they entered the town of Servide, Xanner used a silver tongue and charmed his way through all sorts of different uh, mishaps or areas that could have been major problems and found themselves winding right up at the Temple of the Spider, where they found out that the chalice was taken by a lady named Ancre, who had a bunch of slaves and cultists outside of town at, at, a, at a, a, a buried underground city. When the heroes went and they found it, they found that they had been uncovering another tower of Scorgenar. They went in, they encountered Ancre, they had a really, really massive battle against a giant spider, of course, and a big zombie, took them both down, found out that the chalice was left behind, and then Sildren and Xanner continued to pursue Ancre as she threw herself out the window. And that's where it ended, if you can believe that, right in the middle. So from that, let the adventure begin!
Under the dunes of Thave, a city lies buried beneath the sand. A woman named Incre has brought a workforce of laborers and cultists out to the desert. There they have dug out an old tower with a symbol carved into its side with a star pierced by a sword. Drinking from the final chalice stolen from Calavier, Incre's mind has been poisoned by a dark force and given dangerous magic. Three of our heroes snuck into the tower and attacked the mad woman. With her minions taken out and now outnumbered, Incre looks for a way out. My dreams, the darkness, nothing can save you now. With her face permanently stained black from the vile liquid she's consumed from the chalice, Incre leaps out a window of the tower and falls into a deep crevasse. There, she hits shifting sand on this smooth drop and slides down, down, down this canyon with increasing speed. Sildren looks back at Sir Brenros, as well as Xanner, who has taken the form of a large spider. You stay here and find the chalice. Incre is mine. Sildren leaps out the window after Incre. He hits the glassy chasm floor and is whisked away by the sliding sand. Yathane flies down the crevasse after him with her wings folded in to gain speed. Xanner, the giant spider, looks back at Sir Brenros. You heard the man. Stay in here and find the chalice. Incre is mine. Fire jets out from all eight of Xanner's spider legs and his transformed spider body flies out of the ruined tower into the crevasse. He chases after Sildren like a wobbly eight-legged rocket. Brenros looks around the quiet scene inside the tower and sighs. It's going to be one of those days. Brenros walks over to a pool of glowing blue liquid and spots the last chalice lying on the floor. So much trouble to find such a simple thing. I'd always imagine being given the hero's honor of drinking from one of the queen's chalices. Not the last one has been, now that the last one has been corrupted, it must be destroyed before more evil is done with it. The old knight bends down to pick up the chalice, but stops as the glowing water in the pool next to him churns. He slowly puts his hand to his sword and steps back. Something is definitely wrong. Out in the sandy crevasse, Sildren slides down the glassy bottom until it opens up into a huge drop. The druid tumbles over the edge of what has become a waterfall of sand. He falls and falls until hitting the top of a huge dune where all the falling sand has gathered over many days. Even the sand isn't soft enough of a cushion as his breath is taken away by the impact. The druid slides down a bit from the mountain of sand before coming to rest. He looks up at the bright sun and coughs before slowly rising to his knees. Suddenly, Incre leaps down from the top of the sand and blasts him with magical shards of metal. Sildren instantly summons a sapling tree from the sand with a wave of his hands that absorbs the shards. Incre is too fast, and she launches a torrent of blistering sand at the druid. Sildren shields his eyes but is blinded. Suddenly, the blur of a black bird dives down and screeches as Yathane claws at Incre's face. Sildren takes the brief moment to heal his wounds, but Incre juts out metal spikes from the sand. The spikes slice into one of Yathane's wings, and another spike slices into Sildren's foot. She's too powerful. Yathane, get out of here. Way back at the tower, Brenros watches the blue water within the pool churn. The water rises up several feet in the air in the form of a torrent. 
White glowing eyes appear at the top of the torrent before small spouts of water spiral out as arms and legs. It takes the shape of a seven-foot-tall being of glowing blue water. With a crunching sound, the liquid shape solidifies into a sinewy blue mass of arms and legs with glowing eyes for a head. It steps out of the pool next to the drop chalice and its eyes flash at Brenros. The old knight grips his shield tightly, knowing he stands alone. Hold there. I did not come for you. Only the chalice. It came from Queen Andana of Calavir, and it will be destroyed. Stand aside. I will claim my chalice. You seek to destroy this chalice here? I care not for this trinket. The being raises its foot and stomps down on the chalice, destroying it forever. It is but a toy for the weak and bait for the foolish. Brenrose steps back confused. The being takes a step closer. Explain yourself, creature, before I draw my blade and run you through. It has already begun. Multiple towers have already fallen to my minions, and they have begun their rituals. The being takes another step closer. Renrose backs away slowly. More towers like this one. What rituals do you speak of? The Dark One is coming. It is all a matter of time. Your essence of good and honor will strengthen the Dark One's heart and hasten his awakening. He will taste the blood of a champion of this world, a forgotten knight with little purpose, other than to be fed upon. And so your chalices were taken from your queen, and the last of them just happened to lure a weak old hero to this very spot, to his destiny, to spill his blood for Skordrenar. Brenros lowers his shield. He's not sure what to feel. He lowers his head and drops his shoulders crestfallen. He thinks to himself, All of this effort and blood to destroy these chalices, and it was just to lure me here? What have I done? The old knight looks down at the ground defeated. The creature standing before him shudders in delight, sensing his internal struggle. Have I failed my friends and my queen? The creature steps closer. Brenros looks up. No! The old knight grips the hilt of his sword, raises his head, glares at the being, and draws his blade. I am Sir Brenros of Calavier, Knight of the Order of the Vigilant. If you're here for my blood, come take some. Monstrous sinew and steel sword collide. Back out on the mountain of sand, Sildren lies there bleeding. His body is covered in shards of metal. He tries to heal himself, but can't find the strength to raise his hands. Incre walks towards him with her black stained face. I have dreamed of the coming of a darkness, of a being named Skordrenar who will claim this world. Sildren pays her no attention and can see through weak eyes his raven following his last command. The raven flaps away on wounded wings. Fly, Athene, fly. 
I have dug out a tower from an age when Scordrenar once reigned. I play my part in bringing in a new age, and now you play your part in dying. She stands over Sildren and prepares to finish him off with another brutal spell of metallic violence. Any final words, Druid? Sildren takes a few shallow breaths. He looks up at Incray, then looks far behind her and manages a smile. She's confused by his grin. With a weak voice, Sildren gives Incray one last piece of advice. Duck. Incoming fireball! Racing towards the mountain of sand comes a large spider with the head of a gnome and jets of flame propelling it through the air. A huge wobbly ball of flame launches from the spider towards the top of the dune. Incray turns around just in time to see this massive fire slam into her. The top of the mountain explodes in flames, sending Incray and Sildren sliding down the flame-covered dune. <laughs> Where is your god now? Shrieking and patting out flames, Incray casts her last spell. A disc of iron lifts out of the sand and carries her back towards the buried city where her cultists wait. The Xanner spider flies over to Sildren, gently picks him up with its spidery legs, and then races over the dunes. Hang on, buddy. We got her this time. I love you, Xanner. Flying away on her metal disc, Incray looks back and sees the bizarre spider closing. Then the jets firing out of the spider's legs sputter and then stop altogether. Oh no! I forgot the spell doesn't last that long! The Xanner spider drops out of the sky with Sildren still clutched in its legs. I hate you, Xanner. As Incray escapes back to the buried city, she sees the spider fall out of the sky and disappear into a dune with a large puff of sand. <laughs> back at the tower, the creature slams a glowing arm at Brenros, who blocks it with his shield. The creature grabs his sword arm and holds tight. It's definitely one of those days. Your death today will hasten the arrival of a new age. Do not resist. You are too old, too weak. I get that a lot. Sir Brenros, you are alone in this tower, half buried in the sand, overlooking the crevasse. This creature has your sword arm grappled. What would you like to do now? Uh, with the one sword arm grappled, I whisper to him, my other arm works just fine, and cross him with the shield arm shield intact there and okay. launch an attack on him. Uh, make a shield attack roll. Make a good one! Dun, dun, dun. Oh, well, didn't work that well. Uh, 17 to hit. Uh, with the 17, you swat at the creature but don't seem to do any damage. It takes a swing at you. What's your wound situation like, by the way? Uh, it's pretty bad. I have, uh, 46 health remaining. All right. Uh, it swipes at you with this weird sinewy bluish material punch, uh, for a 26 to hit. 26 will not make it through my armor. Uh, and then a freaking 18 to hit. Will not make it through my armor. And then a 24 to hit. It pounds and pounds and pounds, and you're being buffeted and hit, but it will not get through your armor. You, Your turn again. What would you like to do? 
I'd like to try and wrestle free of him to gain some purchase. Am I prone? You are not. No, it's just, it's kind of like leaning over you uh, and you're standing. It's got your sword arm and you're kind of swatting it with your shield. Go ahead and make an athletics roll. Make a couple. Athletics roll. Is a 25. With a 25, you rest your sword arm free and have it clear of the creature's grasp and you have two actions remaining. There you go. Slash at him. Okay. With a 35 to hit. 35 is a critical hit. Yeah! Take that water sinew. Uh, 40 points of damage. Nice! Holy cow! 40 points of damage you slice brutally and sever off the arm that was just recently grabbing onto your arm. It falls to the ground and then splashes into water, disappearing into a pool uh, of liquid uh, on the the stone tiles. Uh, You have one more action remaining. A quick free action. Go back to your master. Tell him he's failed. And I raise the shield, bracing for another attack. All right. It uh, attacks you once with a, geez, what is that? That's, uh, ignore that number there. Um, That is uh, 26 to hit again. No. Uh, 28 to hit. Not with the shield raised. Oh! And then hits and hits, cannot get through. I'm sorry, it's using its offhand now, I guess. And then vomits forth a whole bunch of blue glowing liquid. You need to make a reflex saving throw, please. Gross, make a good one. A 22. With a 22, you are sickened and slowed. Both conditions, which are not, either one of them is not good. Sicken means you're going to be minus one to everything for a bit, and slowed means you lose one of your three actions, um, uh, which is bad. And you feel this blue stuff in your mouth. You start coughing it up. Uh, you don't know how nasty this stuff is. Uh, it's your turn, but you only have two actions. Two actions. All right. Turning the favor with an attack. <laughs> Returning the favor with vomit? That's that's coming as I'm as I'm going. Right? And you can also action. you can also spend one action to try and uh, heave and uh, making a fortitude saving throw. Oh, okay. It All won't right. go away naturally until you do that. Uh, the first attack was a twenty-one. Twenty-one. You swing and miss. Kind of your eyes are kind of clouded by this liquid. Yes. Oh, a minus one to everything. That includes the attack roll? Yeah. yeah. That'd be a 20. Okay. Something to keep in mind. Uh, and I will... I will try to cough up this goo. Okay. Uh, make a fortitude saving throw. Fortitude. Was the first one fortitude or reflex? It was reflex on the first one. Ah, okay. Fortitude. Now that it's in you, fortitude. Oh, not a good roll. 16. 16! <laughs> you you can't get that finger down your... Th- it's just... Ah, la, 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 la. <laughs> I need to take my gauntlet off. Oh. <laughs> right. uh, okay, and then as you're trying to throw up, it critically hits you with a 20, a natural 20. 
you are hit for only 24 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. Uh, it will strike again with a 25. It's rolling well. Uh, 25 is a miss, I think, against you. Is a miss, yes. Okay. Uh, and it vomits one more time at you. Make a reflex saving throw. Jeez. Oh, it was a different number. It is a number I'm not going to use. I'm going to hero point this. There one. you go. I was going to say, right. Brenros, you're rolling horrible. <laughs> <laughs> and here we go. Natural 20, you not only avoid the gook, but as you bend down, you compress your stomach and vomit forth the other gook that was already in you. You are no longer sickened one. You don't get hit with the new gook. You are still, however, slowed for the time being. It is your turn. You have two actions. Can I vomit on him with the natural 20? Uh, you may not, a no. A little bit? Okay. <laughs> All right. I will attack. Is a 28 to hit. That is a hit. Yeah, there you go. Eight. Yeah, I'm not sickened, so that is a 28. Nine points of damage. Not a good damage roll. You you, you (laughs) hack a bit. You splash some water out of it. You have one action left. You can also hear, by the way, uh, uh, some cries of people off in the distance. You're in this... um, honeycomb Swiss cheese type uh, of uh, uh, stone buried city and you can hear some cries of alarm being yelled out by the way. Okay. Uh, this time the shield will go up. Okay. Shield is up. The creature seizes upon that with a 28 to hit. Oh thank god the shield went up. Oh man! Keep getting so close. Uh, wait, that's a 32. No, it's a second attack, minus five. It's a 27 to hit. It's just <laughs> slamming and slamming against the shield. It cannot get through for its third action. It's going to slam one more time. No, not at all. Uh, Sir Brenros, you are ready to go, and you have shaken off that slowness. You have all three actions ready to go. All right. Uh, the first one would be to burst a lay on hands on myself. Okay. The second to follow is an attack. There we go. A 26 to hit. 26 is a hit. How much does your lay on hands heal? 24 points. Nice. 19 points of damage on that hit. Woo! With 19 points of damage, you heal yourself, you slice through the creature, and it drops in a big splash, almost completely disappearing on the ground. There's a little bit of solidity to its head section with its glowing eyes, and it uh, looks up at you and mumbles, you have already failed before your boot stamps it out. Back to your master. We're done with you here. But rest assured, I will now seek you out. And uh, giving one last look at the chalice that remains, verifying that it is destroyed. It is absolutely destroyed. Uh, I will begin to march my way out. Uh, All right. Probably Stomping in puddles on your way. Yeah, no, avoiding <laughs> all of the puddles in case there are other. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> waiting. 
But yes. All right. You start making your way out and you find the span that crosses that crevasse, the stone bridge, and you walk across it. As you do, you see there are two people coming in a line wearing robes uh, that seem most displeased to have you there. The uh, lead one has a short sword drawn and says, there, and starts running right at you. It's a narrow span, just wide enough for one person, so two can't attack you at once, and they're coming right at you. Oh, so no cover either. Okay. No cover, and you're about 30, 40 feet above that big crevasse drop that everyone has been disappearing into. Okay. Uh, I will meet him with a charge of my own. I will close right. the distance. Go for it. You can take your full three actions. Okay. Isn't there a shove ability? Technical. <laughs> you want to do a dominoes? <laughs> bloop, 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 bloop. <laughs> Uh, 32 to hit. 32 is a critical hit. There you go. Woo. That is 27 points of damage. 27 points of damage. You slice this guy diagonal across the chest. Blood goes flying. You cut through his robe. He spins and topples off, falls 30 feet, hits that sandy, uh, glossy, glassy crevasse, and then just starts sliding down lifelessly, uh, down and down and down the crevasse. The other guy turns tail and runs. Uh, I will let him run, but I'm running after him and using that as <laughs> okay. As an escape. <laughs> uh, you run uh, after him. Uh, Go giving ahead. quick pause to look down into this crevasse to see where my friends have gone. You run across the span right before you disappear to the other side of this crevasse area, a cliffside. You look down and you can just see that one dead guy's body just slowly uh, turning as he goes down, 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 down. And you see it just seems to empty out into a big canyon way down the way. Make a perception roll. Okay. Now that I think about it. Uh, Make a perception roll. Make a good perception roll. That's pretty good. You can also see um, above the crevasse from that direction is a disc of metal carrying Incray, the woman you were just in battle with several moments ago. And she is maybe half a mile away, slowly flying right back to this location. All right. Uh, I can't go jumping down in there. Uh, I continue my ascent to get out of this canyon. All right, you ascend into the canyon. You uh, you go through these different galleries and little nooks and and and, uh, and crannies of this old building, and you uh, pass by an open doorway. You go up some stairs, but they're the wrong steps. You head back down, start finding the stairs that lead to the three towers that kind of jutted out. The tops of them jutted out of the sand. That's the way you came in, if you remember that at all. And you start. And, go ahead. Uh, while I'm doing this fleeing, uh, I remember the the Scordrenar text. Uh, have I seen any other instances of that on the way or through? Uh, good good question and no, you don't no. see anything like okay. that. Right. All right, um, you start making your way up and as you do so, you are possibly attacked by a sneaky cultist. Make a perception roll as someone tries to stab you in the back just as you go up the final stairs. And there's a 20 non-natural. You do not see him. He gets an attack on yeah. you uh, with a 20 to hit, misses his sneak attack, and then a 
22 to hit. Stabs, stabs, misses. You can turn around and deal with him or try and keep running up the stairs. What do you want to do? Uh, I give him uh, a, a quick, uh, where, what's the terrain like here? Are we going upstairs kind of Yeah, thing? it's narrow stairs that are spiraling. You oh, just yeah. took the first two and he was waiting behind them and tries to stab you and just scrapes your armor. Can, I get, dagger. The, can I get the Sparta kick in and knock him down a flight of stairs as I try <laughs> to ascend? Uh, absolutely. You need to make an athletics roll and then say the line. <laughs> athletics roll. Uh, why didn't the die go there? Sorry, technical issue. There we go. This is my tower! And I kick him down the stairs. All right, with a 31, that's a 31. critical hit, and you break his neck as he goes down. Oh, uh, brutal. You run up the stairs, you spiral up, 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 you break out into the sunshine again. There's sand dunes everywhere. No sign of your friends, no sign of anything. You look back and kind of hidden and tucked out of the way. You do see the three horses that you brought. Uh, can I, or have I any ability to whistle for my horse kind of thing with my ride? Um, uh, yeah, I think that might be possible. Make a nature possible. roll. Nature roll. Nature roll. You bought the ride feet. You paid for I it. Did. Let's give you a bonus. Because <laughs> I don't think you got a good nature, and I don't think this is going to work. <laughs> Seven. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, jeez. Your horse comes right over. It somehow loop <laughs> gets out of the simple loop and comes trotting over. Uh, and, yeah, your horse is there. And you're watching the both of those uh, tower openings. Uh, they're essentially the top part of a tower, three towers that are now buried in sand right up to their balconies. You're watching for anyone coming, and then your horse slowly comes right up next to you. I need to find, uh, mount the horse, uh, and I'm trying to, on this train, find a better vantage point to try and find where my companions have gone. Okay. Uh, so whether it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm How would looking you do that? for them. I'm spending time looking for where they went, if anywhere, and... You saw them jump out the window. So, what do you? Where do you want to head? Uh, I don't suppose there's no way I can call Yathane, right? There is no. Oh, that's cool. You see Yathane flying off in the distance, oh. uh, slowly. Yathane was told to leave, and you right now are riding through the desert on a horse with no name. Do you have a name for your horse, by the way? You got to have one now. I'm, I'm calling this one Nan, N-A-N. Okay. This is my horse, Nan. It goes great with curry. All right. Um. <laughs> I'm amazed at how fast you caught that name. You're like, oh, it's Nan. Obviously. <laughs> Clearly. Obviously. There's a story behind oh. it, but there you go. Um, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm tracking Yathane now. This is All right. Name. I figure with where's Yathane? There's Sildren. You follow <laughs> Yathane. Yathane is doing a big wide circle up in the sky and you ride along and you find yourself riding parallel this crevasse that uh, goes down and you see yourself heading towards a big valley drop. Um, and as you approach, your horse comes to a stop. Yothane lands maybe 200 feet away on some sand and seems to be uh, nuzzling her uh, right wing. You need to make another perception roll. Ooh. All right. Perception, why it's not on that page. 
think it's under skills. An 18. With an 18, you find your friends, but it takes you quite some time and you're looking and you're looking and you spend way too much time looking for your friends that you can see before you spot your friends, you can see about five horses riding in your direction quickly from where you just came at the three tower entrance. Okay, Uh, quickly making my way to my friends, uh, spurring my horse on to no end. You to get to them quickly. All right, you start riding, and essentially there's this weird cliff, and you're looking, you can see some rough switchback uh, cuts in the one side, and you start trying to get your horse, Nan, down in that direction. As you get close, Yothane, you can see, is injured, and Yothane, who has no affinity to you whatsoever, does fly over and land on the back of your horse. Um, as you start making these switchbacks. Um, you need to make a riding roll, though, because you are being chased. All right. Good riding um, roll. Does my riding feat, because uh, it says something like it prevents certain rolls or it automatically succeeds certain rolls? Uh, what does it read? What does this is why I got ride, folks. <laughs> yeah, ride. Ride says you automatically and Steve's a need to attempt a check to do a move action. Any animals you mount act in your turn. Um uh automatically succeed a commanding No, that's for basic moves. This is your basic. pushing you're pushing the car faster than it's designed, is what we're All right. essentially trying pushing to do. Pushing away. Sorry, what do I need to do? A generic uh, nature. Nature. Nature Nature. What is your nature? I'm going to re-roll that. What did you roll? Uh, a, a, a roll on the die of three for a total of 12. Total of 12. I will spend my hero points. I'm sure that's fine, spending both hero points in the first 10 minutes. Yeah. Nothing could go wrong! Wasn't that the first one he spent? 15. With a 15, you are being chased and you start going down this switchback and doing a turn and doing a switchback. You can see these guys are chasing after you and uh, a crossbow bolt or three are fired in your general direction. Um, We will do plus 10 to each of them. These are three different people shoot. They slow down is the good news and shoot down at you with a 21 to hit, a 28 to hit, and a natural 20 to hit. Uh, The 28 will succeed. 28 hits for 15 points of damage. And the natural 20 is a critical hit for only 18 points of damage. Two crossbow Yo. bolts hit you. Uh, you need to make another uh, riding nature roll to spur your animal quickly. Right. We can't see him yet, can we? Uh, make perception roll. And how long does your spider form last, Danner? Only a minute. Okay. So I, I, I shrunk shortly after crashing to the ground, I'm sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, both of us are just Xanner. Both of you. Ah, uh, no, not you, soldier. You're messed up, Xander. Yeah. Am I, am I natural this? twenty? Oh, shut up. <laughs> For a total of thirty. Xander, uh, you do see the action unfolding. It's about maybe half a mile away on the side of this cliff, coming down and down. This switchback is Sir Brenrosh. You can see there are several cultists riding horses, firing down upon him. And Brenrosh, you were making a riding roll for me, a nature roll. I'm making a riding roll. Is this uh, considered like a standard combat? Can I use uh, my? Uh, can I ride 
bear the shield and for one of my actions also uh, do a lay on hands. Um, you can do those two things uh, if you take a minus two to your writing roll. A minus two to my writing. I will... It'll be a minus two to my nature. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Do you want to uh, commit to the ride or do you want to do some of those defensive healing things? What do you want to do? I need to do the defensive things. So okay. uh, it's laying on hands, letting go of the reins a bit, trusting in my steed and uh, performing a lay on hands as well. Okay. Uh, this is your last one for the, for the, for a while, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. And then you bring your shield up over your head and they will get free attacks and we'll get to you in just a second, Xanner. I'm doing my ride roll right now. Is a 26 with the negatives. Three shots are fired, two miss, one hits your shield, doesn't go through. You continue to race, you reach the bottom. They are now just starting from the top. They put their crossbows away and now start trying to get down quickly. Xanner, what do you want to do? You're half a mile away and you have uh, Sildren mostly dug up out of the sand. I'm all, I'm all panicky. Uh, Sildren, hold on, Brenner's is coming. He's really far out there, but he's riding fast ah uh, wh- what could I do for you uh, just get me upright <laughs> alright I'll, I'll do that Somehow I'm picturing Sildren, uh, so I'm picturing uh, Brenros flying over in a skiff and having magnetic things pick up R2-D2 uh-huh. and C-3PO <laughs> and then flying away. I don't know who's who, but that's what I'm picturing. Uh... <laughs> Xanner's much shorter, so I imagine him as uh, R2-D2. R2-D2, all right. Um, uh, Brenros, you are riding fast across the sand. You can, again, have that choice of being defensive with a minus two, or you can push really hard to get more distance from these guys as you are heading towards your friends. Uh, that defensive is pretty darn important. Also, I, and I will be sticking with that. Uh, the other part is, uh, I'm assuming these bolts are piercing in some way? Yep. Uh, I do have resistance to that. Would that apply here? Yep. Uh, can I return six hit points then for the loss? Uh, you can in a bit. Go ahead and make your writing roll right now. Okay. This is for overall speed. Right. Just need a big fat button. 20 minus two is a 23. 23 is not a bad job at all. You ride hard, you push Nan quickly, and uh, you can then go ahead and get back that six hit points for your natural resistance to piercing damage. Uh, You see Xanner is uh, standing on the sand and just somehow pushing on Sildren's butt to keep him upright, and Sildren's just kind of just hanging there, floppily bobbing, and you race up. Floppily bobbing? Floppily bobbing. (laughs) That needs to be the adventure party's name. (laughs) Sloppy bobber. And uh, Brenros, you ride up. You you guys see Brenros come up. He looks haggard. He looks tired. He's got the shield up. He's pointing back to these dervishes racing up uh, with his single horse. And you do see Yathane is along for the ride. Are you all all right? We are alive. We have to get out of here. They'll be coming soon. More of them and more of them. They're coming now! Uh, Sildren starts casting. All right. Um, and it's uh, in the middle of this desert sand, this wall of thorns start to 
appear and spread out across the uh, uh, basically where these guys are coming from. Um, is there? It's it's. Uh, is where we are? Is there any? Is it narrow in this crevasse at all? No, you uh, are okay. outside the crevasse in a big uh, valley with where the sand has dropped down in, just lots of sand. But you can Perhaps. certainly certainly slow them down. Yeah, if it seems like it would be, you know, it doesn't feel like it's going to do what I want it to because I'll just ride around it. So um, disregard that. All right. What are you guys doing? You've got three people, one bird, one horse. Um, healing. So first off, I'm going to spend a my fourth level heal on Brenrose. So Sir Brenrose, uh, you get a the Febreze treatment. Um and you are healed for 47 points of damage. Ooh, jeez. I'm also going to heal Yathane directly after that, and she will be healed for 33 points Ooh. of damage. So she will be back to normal. Um, and then draw my, uh, draw my longbow and prepare to stand and deliver all right sildren's got his longbow out an arrow knocked uh brenros you're on your horse turned around to face the oncoming uh three and, and dudes handing up in the in kind of the perch style getting yathane up into the air if she'll take flight uh she is uh landing on sildren's shoulder waiting for a command and uh brenros will spur his steed into a charge you're charging the last ride of the Rohan, and Xanner, uh, you haven't done anything. These guys are closing in. What do you want to do? How far are they? 300, 400 feet. That's enough! You keep getting up! And Xanner will bring a, a big round ball of fire straight up from the inside out, glowing bright red, and right over Brenner's shoulder, cast a fireball at the whole group. All right. The lead animal. Brenros, it goes flying past you. Uh, this big ball singes and it smashes uh, right between these three riders. And I've got clearly a fail and a fail, but then I rolled a 24 on a reflex save. Oh, it's just enough. Okay, yeah. so they take full damage, full damage, half damage. What's the damage? Huyaga! Whoa! Oh. 32 fire wow. damage. 16 for the half. That's not With, split either. That's each. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine some horses are going to be in pain too on that. It, indeed. You wipe out two of the guys and they are blown to smithereens. Flaming chunks go flying. The third guy is hurt badly, still on his feet uh, for the moment, but his horse is then wiped out from underneath him and he goes splashing into the sand and kind of just getting on his knees and shaking his head and getting all the sand off. Uh, and Sir Brenros, you're charging right down on him. This is a, uh, 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 what do they call it? The, the cavalry charge where they use the horse to butt into oh, right. oh my mountain. God. I was thinking you're going to put on a jaunty little white hammock and, helmet and polo him. Uh, <laughs> I sure, could, uh, if I had a hammer, I probably would do that. But. <laughs> if I had a hammer, uh, make a attack roll. No, make it. You're not attacking. You're doing an animal thing. Make a nature roll and add plus two. Add plus two nature. 
Adding plus two is a 29. With a 29, yeah! you ruin this guy's day and trample him, and he dies uh, crushed in the sand. You stop, look around. You can see there's two or three more still about half a mile away and way up at the top where you came from. They see the violence, and they disappear back over the ridge. Okay. They look over, see it, and they're like, oh. Ooh, look at each other. <laughs> Let's give tell up. her we got him. <laughs> He's dead. Did you see the body? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Brenros uh, doesn't really break stride, comes back around and meets up with his companions. Well, that takes the care that takes care of all of them. Let's worry about getting you tended to. Incray survived. Does she need to be de- dealt with? Where did she go? Uh, Brenros points off into the direction where he saw her fly. I, I saw her atop a metal disc flying away. Ah! I don't well, know that we're in... I assumed the worst. I thought you both were... I thought the worst. Xander drove her off. Um, I'm not sure we're in a condition to make it back through to her. Well, let's get you atop this horse and at least get some uh, some going. It's just the one horse. I wasn't sure uh, where you all were, but uh, it should be able to take you for now, a short distance. Well, we can uh, get back to our horses up the tower on the other side, right? Yes, absolutely. And Unless she went say- there. Did she go there? Oh, I want to burn her so bad! What, did she go in that direction? She was mm-hmm. flying right back to her uh, her digging site excavation tower that you were just at, yes. Uh, but the town, were you talking about going back to the town or to? I want to take care of Andre. How much more powerful could she be? Seems like she went to the tower itself, Chris, uh, Sir Benros. Well. appear very tired. I don't imagine we do much against her right now. And the good news is the chalice is destroyed. Congratulations! Now we've done what we must. Let us fall back, cover our wounds, and come up with a plan. And if it wasn't for Yothane, I wouldn't have found you at all. Good girl. Uh, and (laughs) riding back to town? To the town of Sarvid, am I hearing that right? I believe so. Yeah, so getting getting our horses first, yeah. I guess, right? Because we each had just one. Yeah, your horses are back at the compound that Brenros just fled from. That's leading us right back to the cultists and and other guys, right? Considering I'm, I consider ourselves lucky to have made it this far. We can do this! Let's take them all down! I'm pumped! I admire your spirit, but considering Sildren, he's very badly wounded. And at a 10-minute mark of chatting, uh, I'll have a lay on hands go off on him. Okay. (laughs) You're just going, and 10 minutes. Okay. (laughs) Now Uh, I'm talking. No, stop touching me in the middle of the conversation. Tom, how many uh, wounds did I uh, take during the encounter with uh, Incray? 
Uh, how? Let me look at the. Because I was only thing. at fourteen at the time. Before all uh, the metal 14. spikes, you were at fifty-six. Ow! So I have fifteen hit points left. So yes. We'll add twenty-four more on. And. Uh... Great! You look great. You look fine now. Let's go get her. I, I, uh, since we have the chalices destroyed, my, uh, my oath is fulfilled here. Does she deserve to be destroyed? Did you see what she did? She kept talking about her other god that she serves, and she has a black face. She threw metal at Sildren! And we could lose both of you if we go down now. We must fall back and recuperate. I don't have much left to aid us. Press many battles back together. Back back to back. Xander looks up at the tower. Just shakes his fist. Just hoping she sees all of it. Suddenly, the metal disc starts coming back. Yeah, I know. It's a metal frisbee. <laughs> Zenner. All right. But this isn't over. No, it is not. They, these towers of Scorginar are building uh, concern. I think they must be dealt with in some way. Perhaps in force. We have to figure out a way to get. We have to get back to our our companions, and in numbers. Deal Actually, with these. that's not a bad idea. If we meet them in Tavernry, that's where the other tower is anyway. Maybe we can find something to do with it there. I like this plan. Um, speaking of Skordrenar, in that one time when we were going to have me destroy the chalice, which is done, but not by my hand. Another creature, another entity Uh talked of uh, Skordrenar. Creature, a messenger at best. Uh, That has a growing concern now. This Skordrenar is going to become more and more prominent. His words echo even now through some of those halls. I don't know what it all means, but it is going to be a problem in the future. So coming back in numbers perhaps would be best. We got to find out more about him. Let's get back. And Brenros presses on hard to the town, uh, carrying his companions. All right. Sildren will heal himself as well for 34 points of damage, bringing himself actually back to full health now. What? So you're ready to go take on Ankre? Yep. Let's do it! <laughs> I have no offensive or defensive or healing spells left, but sure, why not? <laughs> sure. <laughs> what could go wrong? 
Uh, all right, you guys make your way to back to the town of Sarvid. It is uh, a, a couple hours ride, and you leave the dunes behind and head more into baked badlands, cracked ground with some shrubs. That then gives way to a valley that has that very thin, a couple inches of water, mini lake uh, in it, very shallow lake with tons of white salt everywhere, mounds of salt, tons of workers. And then the middle of this lake is a rise plateau where there are about uh, a couple dozen stone buildings that are temples. And then inside that large circle are just a hundred or so tents all gathered in different clusters. Before we actually get to the town, uh, talking to the rest of the group, would it be best for us to just head back to the west? To forego the town, head back to the west, since we're going to have to come back here soon, I believe, anyways. What's the purpose in going back to the town? The flesh dealer. If you recall, you said we had unfinished business. We do. We can save that for more unfinishing, I guess, of business if for later. Well, my. It could be less finished. My horse is only going to carry all of us so far for so long. And the horse looks back and nods. <laughs> <laughs> well, We're we can we can walk and town, but we can walk and take turns as necessary. I can just fly <laughs> a minute at a time. I'm out of spells. That's <laughs> oh. for a day. Oh. <laughs> he gets like <laughs> half a mile per day of traveling, and that's it. <laughs> Are you suggesting we ride for Tavernry as we are? Indeed. With one horse? What's our do we have the ability to purchase more more horses within the town? You there, you own a bunch of, yeah, there are horses, bunch of horses in the town. Oh yeah, that's right. Because we had only take three. Yes, actually. Yeah. Okay. Let's go get those horses six, and get the hell horses. out of here. All right. You guys uh, ride through the lake, your feet clomp away through the salt, and you make your way to the stable. You reclaim your horses. So, Brenros, you're back to three, and Xanner and Sildren, you're back to two. And uh, Brenros, uh, you have three horses. One's called Nan. Quickly, what are the other two names? Uh, Nan, uh, Yosef, with a Y, and uh, Hebe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Some random, random names. Uh, all right. And you guys uh, mount your horses, check your supplies, and you head back northwest to the Kingdom of Navarre. Am I hearing that correct? Towards Tavernry, yeah, I believe. All right. You're heading to the town of Tavernry, and you're heading there. Why? Because that's where our meeting place is, where we intend to reconvene that. with the... Um, with right? the other team. The plan was to meet up at Pigs. And since we're there, maybe we can find out more about Scorginar since he came out of the freaking vault here, the crypts. All right. Xander guys... catches up Renros as we <laughs> get through it. There was this one time that a giant skeleton came through. We had to go. You guys then start the long journey of several days, like five, six, seven days back. Now, probably five days. Uh, back northwest out of the badlands of Thave and up northwest to the kingdom of Navarre. In the northern plains of Navarre lies Brackenhill Keep, 
Bodies lie strewn about the courtyard of the keep as Phaon and a handful of wolves remain after a bloody battle. The king lowers his sword as the fighting dies down. The fire in his eyes quickly fades, and an exhausted man is left standing there amongst many dead. He looks at the dead keep garrison, dead hobgoblins, dead Navarran soldiers, and dead wolves, and shakes his head. Too much violence. A white-haired wolf named Reese limps over to the king. All the soldiers are down, but we lost five of our eight men. King Phaon doesn't seem to hear him, stands over the body of Captain Fainar, and just looks at the captain for a while. I taught him how to hold a sword when he was a boy. His father even named him after me, Fainar. Caught up in violence, terrorizing the countryside, hunting me down. Now he's here, dead. The two other wolves left standing from the battle look after their wounds. One of them, a rat folk with a short sword, checks the dead. The other one, a strong half-orc with a curious scar across his face, comes up to the king. The half-orc gets the king's attention and motions towards a dwarf and elf kneeling next to a fallen goblin. The half-orc points at the group. King, there are some others over here. King Phaon looks over and recognizes the heroes. He walks over to them with a solemn look on his face. Who are they? Friends. The king stands beside Idrisil and places his hand on the elf's shoulder. King Phaon. My defenders of the realm. I'm grateful to see you here and sad to see this day brings us another loss. Idrisil hands over a wrapped up flag to Phaon. Your banner, King. We recovered it at great cost. I see. It's not important right now. We have friends to take care of. Iggy kneels over Jix's body, closes the goblin's eyes, and straightens his hair. I should have been there, buddy. I should have saved you. Why did you have to do that? Why did you have to get back up? You stupid goblin. Why did you have to be a hero? Now who's gonna make fun of the way I eat? Who's gonna call me Igster? The king turns and addresses the two wolves, the rat folk and half-orc. Our time of running from the soldiers, running from the Senate, is over. These are the defenders of the realm. They've saved my life once before, have kept this kingdom safe time and time again, and reports say they've pushed the Senate and those who oppose us in Mirskan to the brink. We owe them more than we can ever repay. The half-orc with the scarred face nods at Idrisil. It's an honor, elf. We've heard a lot about you. The other king's man, the rat folk, is suddenly grabbed by an enemy not quite dead. A blade is pressed up against the creature's throat before an arrow sails across the courtyard, slaying the dying soldier. The rat folk scurries away as Idrisil lowers his bow. I am not in the mood to be honored today. Agreed. 
We need to tend to our wounds and tend to our dead. Then we make plans for our return to the city and to retake the throne. The people of Navarre must be freed. Idrisil and Ignal Heavybringer, you've sacrificed much, too much. I have a good man in our ranks who would do well in your service. It would serve our cause and be a favor to me if you took him on board to help you with your work. Idrisil looks over at Iggy for confirmation, but the dwarf won't take his eyes off his fallen friend. We'll take all the help we can get, Your Grace. But if I could have a word? The king nods and then points over to his remaining wolves. You there, you have a new assignment. Join the defenders in their work as there are dangerous days ahead. It's time we take back Navarre. The scarred half-orc says goodbye to his ratfolk friend. The wolf picks up his pack and trots over to Idrisil. Oh, so sorry to meet you under uh, such, uh, how you say, darker times, but uh, I am here to help and I am at your service. Uh, you will find no one more dedicated than me. Standing before you is a small rat folk dressed in a tabard, wearing a short sword and with a swashbuckler's hat. He smiles warmly with big, fluffy cheeks. Hello, uh, I am uh, Percy von Skeetenweaver, uh, loyalist to the king, uh, to Navarra, and uh, to the defenders of the realm. Uh, what did you say? Uh, I'm. Uh, I can't uh, understand your accent. It's. <laughs> I'm. Uh, uh, what was your name, friend? Percy von Skeetenweaver. Percy. Percy. Percy, like Pierce. That's this. Percy, I'm Ignal. Heavy bringer. Hello, Ignal. Come, call me Iggy. Iggy. It's easier. Okay, dwarf. As I said, we are ever grateful to have you amongst us. I'll consider you a friend from this point on. And uh, uh you, you, uh, you saved my life back there. I'm, <laughs> I'm uh, forever grateful. And uh, you watched over me, so I will watch over you too. Uh, thank you. I, I take that with great respect. Now, uh, would you join me in my words with the king? Uh, I don't, I don't know how the, the words, but, uh, uh, sure. Well, it's more me doing the talking. You can just listen. Ah, okay. <laughs> if you will. All right, you guys head over to the king. Uh, this is probably first. Tim, gain a hero point, because I'm just grinning like an idiot. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> oh, this is gonna be great. <laughs> I'm gonna need a full spelling of all of the names and titles this guy holds. Is it Von Cleaver? Is that what you said? Uh, Von Skeet and Lever. Skeet and Lever. Okay. Uh, no, not not Skeet and Lever. Skeet and Lever. Okay. Okay. I'll, 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 get a, I'll get a spelling from you on the journey somewhere else. Uh, your grace. 
I need the king uh, turns to you. Yes, Idrisil. Your grace, the the news we have from south of here all has to do with this goblin that lies before you. Your grace, this is Jix of House Semeral, the only noble house left in Mirskon. We have been to Mirskon, we have tried diplomacy, we have tried more vicious tactics, we cannot swayed the Senate. We have done all we can, but it is time for the wolf to come home. I've spoken with Lady Talmaldron. I've brought her to our side. In as few words as I can share. He, he nods. <laughs> she requests a messenger. And I can think of no messenger greater than yourself. I am I am grateful for you. I had not heard of you speaking with Talmaldron. That is that is good news. I was not sure where her alliance lay. From what I hear from our mutual friend in Mirskan, Lord Yendamore, he speaks highly of you and says you have done very well. Uh, with your dealings in Mirskon. His most recent message states that the Senate, in particular Senator Kithad, uh, is at a critical point. Apparently, a lot of his access to resources and funds have come to an abrupt halt. Lord Yendamore believes you have something to do with that as well. We have, we have done what we can to dissuade the uh, brotherhood amongst the houses, such as there was. We have disrupted their ongoing uh, banking procedures. We have stolen great artifacts from them. But your grace, without you there, we, we have no standing of your claim. I agree. It is time to return. The Senate has set loose the Brotherhood upon the other towns here in Navarre. They now have a presence, a force, and in most cases, a new mayor placed in town. From Mosshaven to Shepherdsdell to Edlin Home are now under control of the Brotherhood. They... The Senate is desperate. They are trying to reach the people and earn the will and hearts of the people as best they can. We need to make our move as what used to be a group of loyal men and brave warriors that are the wolves are now what we see here before us. And he points to the, what, five of you here mm -hmm. Your Grace, Devar may have some more men within Mirskon. We should contact him. Uh, that sounds like a good idea. I have not seen Devar in some time. Though the news of Mirskon, the, the most pressing news I must share with you is this. Should your face be seen within the walls of Mirskon, 
it would be death among instant sight. I How have, do you propose we get in? I do have a way of getting you not into the city securely, but once within the city, I have a place where you could hide. And I'll pull him in a little bit closer, and I'll just say, this cannot be heard amongst anyone except those in this room and those you trust with your life. Surely those wolves are among that, but until I am absolutely sure, I cannot share with anyone else. And I will hand him a note that simply says, uh, what is it, Ableton's Warehouse? Uh, boarding House. Boarding House in the Ethereus District. Okay. And I'll say meet in two weeks' time in the third room on the top floor on the note. I will pay a visit to Lady Talmaldrin then, and I will meet you in two weeks' time at this boarding house. Uh, there are some patrols left from the Navaran soldiers, the worst of which was Captain Fainar. He was attacking several towns along the way, harassing them, looking for us. We chased him down here. We had no idea you were here. And chased I... him down and decided to make a stand and not... not uh, <clears throat> Us being attacked is one thing, but them harming the citizens of Navarre to get to us was unacceptable. These men have no honor left in them. It's up to us. It is up to you, Your Grace, to save what's left of this kingdom. Then I ask uh, to meet me there with all due safety and see if you can bring Lord Yendemore, as I'm sure he will be most valuable uh, with information and assistance. And we will then make plans from there. What we can do, we will do our utmost. I advise taking some of the armor from these soldiers, perhaps making it easier to get into the city. Egnol, do you still have those yellow cloaks? Yes, of course. Sorry, I didn't realize I was there. That's why I've been being quiet. Um, right. I hand over the, uh, the two yellow cloaks. Okay. These should disguise you well enough to get you within the walls of Mirskon. Show no sign of wolf heritage, and possibly, if you can, find some kind of disguise other than these clothes. But be swift and be safe. He says, uh, Reese, and he points to the other wolf, the half-orc, and Reese says, uh, we'll, we'll make sure he gets in there safely. And Reese takes the paper and he says, I know where this place is at. The king says, uh, before you go, grab what supplies you can from within this keep. Uh, I'm sure it's stocked well. Take whatever you need. And I might, I might have something that might help you. And he strides into the keep, the main compound. This place has been held by a small force of men. They were recently killed and slaughtered by hobgoblins. So that was battle one. Battle two were you guys versus the hobgoblins. And then battle three was the king <laughs> taking on. It was just a compounding 
mess. Um, so he walks in. You can see there's damage and carnage and chaos and spilt food and, and some blood from the hobgoblins ransacking it. Um, and he starts, uh, him and uh, Reese and the half-orc start trying to gather some supplies. Mm-hmm. The king motions for Idrisil to follow him. Yeah. I give his soldiers a wink and I go in. <laughs> Piercy follows as well. Sure. Um, and I'm there. Ignal will go as well. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, the three of you go up. He goes into a uh, meeting chamber and he starts looking around, trying to make sense of things. He uh, sees the uh, some old tapestries and smiles and nods with some meaning behind them. And he goes over to one tapestry in particular and uh, holds it aside. And Piercy, you get there and you you help him hold it as he starts touching the big stones on the wall and he finds one and pushes it in and it mm. grinds in and grates and the whole thing sinks in a bit and swings open. In, go, go ahead. Oh, I, just, no. I, just, I just said nice. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, he steps in. It is a small little uh, closet. There are some uh, fancy-looking weapons, but they you can tell they're far more ceremonial than of any actual uh, combat mm-hmm. value. But he does go over to a wooden box, like a jewelry box, and uh, um, put his hand on it, and it kind of glows a little red, and then he opens up a simple latch, and he lifts it up, and says, uh, as I had hoped, uh, perhaps this might be of use to uh, all of you. And he brings over uh, this box and has um, three little gems inside, kind of long, flat, um, clear, pale, pale blue, almost clear uh, jewels. These were used uh, back in the day by my father in defending the realm, and this is no greater need than now. If I recall correctly, place them upon your weapon and you will find uh, great power behind them. Herdy, gurdy, King Feon, what you got there? He hands the box over to you all and says, uh, I I wish you all well, and I will see you in two weeks. Godspeed, King. He nods. Uh, I'll see you soon. And give this to her ladyship. And I cut off my ponytail and hand it to him. All right. (laughs) He he takes it, (laughs) looks at it and takes it. She just so she knows you're legit. We got. Um, I will. So I'll assume he handed the box kind of to me, and I'll present the box to Ignal and uh, Piercy. Uh, I'll for sure take one of the gems. Okay, you have a gem in your hand. It looks fancy and expensive. Yep. Piercy grabs one as well. He doesn't really Same know what to do Idrisil. with it, but All right. grabs one. Idrisil will do the same and put the smaller box down, I guess, unless it is nice. Nope, doesn't have much of a purpose now. Yeah, I'll just set it down and hold the gem in my hand. All right. 
What do you want to do? Uh, I I guess I will affix the gem to my longbow since he said weapon. All right, you place it uh, next to your longbow and you kind of move it around. It glows a little bright and then the gem fades into the woodwork and becomes a permanent attachment and you have infused some magic. Uh, In the time it takes for you to gather supplies and prepare, uh, you are able to identify what this does with your bow. You have just attached a shock rune to your weapon. Your weapon now does an additional 1d6 points of electrical damage from now on. Okay. In addition, if you roll a critical hit, uh, electricity arcs out and does the same d6 damage to up to two other people within 10 feet of your initial target. So you can critical hit, you can hit some bunched up people. Okay, I'm gonna ask you to repeat that real quick. Here, I'll post it. I'll post it in the chat for you. Um, Yeah, Piercy sees the this this rune just like dissolve magically into the bow and small little bolts of lightning. Yeah, crackle, crackle around it. Uh, Yeah, says, "What kind of uh, what kind of maniac is that? Uh, uh, What do I do with mine?" Uh, just do what he did, and I'll take out my maul. Yeah, place it on your most trusted weapon. Put put the gem like on on the handle. Okay. Uh, you do the one. It fa- yours, Iggy, fades in and has the exact same effect. What you only have one one weapon, little guy. Oh uh, yeah, yes. Or, I'm a I'm a surprise you... buckler, so I just have the one. Do you That's need more? There's a bunch of dead guys outside. <laughs> No, I I only have I have the one hand for the for the sword fighting and and I use my other hand for the other things. So it's okay. For other things? You know, like uh like uh swinging on the chandelier and uh, uh sliding down the rope and climbing up the walls and the the Swazbaklan kind of things. You're you're funny. <laughs> Uh, at that, I'm gonna. Uh, Is there a chandelier in this room that he's doing this on? <laughs> he's eyeing it for sure. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna leave you two to find supplies. I'm gonna. Um, I'm gonna go prepare jicks and uh, gather these things together. Of course, friend. Take all the time you need and let me know. We'll, you need we'll um, I will try to catch up a little bit with uh, Piercy here. Um, so what part of Ren do you hail from? Can I just call uh, you Skeet? What, what? Can I just call you Skeet? Uh, you, you, uh, I suppose Skeeter. you can call me Skeeter. Skeeter. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. I'll call you Skeeter. Uh, what part of Ren do you? This is my name, but uh, sure. Uh, Skeeter's fine. So... I, I lived in the I lived in the castle uh, with the king many many years ago. Uh, so I, I'm from Miskon. Um, what uh, district in Miskon? I, I I lived uh, in the castle. Would that be Thale? 
I, I believe so. I, I have to find my map. <laughs> I would assume you would know that. <laughs> but uh, for many years, we've been in the, down in the Varans because the, mm. the Senate, they, they drive us off mm. in the coup. The, uh, <laughs> I like how you say that. The king sent us on a mission for his banner, though it appears he also went north as we went south. Well, uh, yeah, I hope they were we, fruitful. We, we, uh, wandering around and looking for the banner and two. So here we are. It can't be easy seeing your numbers dwindle in the face of such great terror. Well, uh, 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 we are, we are, uh, uh, how you say, uh, uh, brave. So it's okay. Easy, easy. <laughs> I um, I have no doubt, good friend. How tall is this guy compared to me? He's three eight. Okay, so not. You're looking down. <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> okay. Um. Well, would you care to join my friend and I as we say goodbye to our friend? Uh, well, uh, I, I, I don't know, I don't know what to say, but, uh, I, I can, I can hold my hat on my heart and, and I can look sad if you want. <laughs> I would appreciate it if you looked sad. I think Ignal would like that very much. Where, where, where we <laughs> And I'll, uh, head over whenever Ignal's ready. All right, you guys are outside in the courtyard. There's still a, a, a mass of bodies of soldiers and goblins and then the original keep garrison. Ignal, you, you're ignoring all of that. Couldn't give a damn about any of these people. Uh, and you are over Jix. Anything in particular you're doing? Uh, I've wrapped his body up uh, in, in a, a tarp or, or a cloth, something I found. Okay. And uh, took all of his uh, belongings and put them in my saddlebags. And um, else, I, I want to talk to uh, I want to talk to Idrisil about where we put him to rest. All right, you walk over to Idrisil and you see there is a the rat folk. Uh, Swashbuckler Piercy, he's standing about 15 feet away and sees you and quickly takes off his hat and quickly puts on a sad face and you uh, pull Idrisil aside and chat with him. Should we, I feel like we should bury him soon, bury him here. I think here would be just as good a spot as any. Um, say, a, say a few words and then and if then go meet up with the others and see how they fared. Ignal, if we're heading back to Mirskon so soon already, is there anything we should give to Mother? Yeah, I've gone through his things. I, I, I feel like he would definitely want her to have entropy. I have a few things that we should give her. And then some stuff for the party. Okay. And then uh, we'll bury him in his armor and uh, with his weapon. Very good. 
And uh, I guess we'll go through a funeral proceedings, uh, burying him and saying, I guess I can say a couple words. Yeah, there is a uh, a private little cemetery that the lords and ladies that have been in this keep over the years have used. Uh, there is a spot available, and you guys spend some time to dig out a grave for Jix, the goblin alchemist. Um, you uh, 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 create the grave. Uh, you then carefully lay Jix in there. Uh, Piercy is there, as is... Uh, Reese, the half-orc wolf, and the king also see what you're doing, and they take time out to come over and stand quietly. And Idrisil, you had some words to share. Gex, we gave each other a hard time. Most of the time. But in the end, you stood right next to me. I can't ask anything of greater of a friend than what you gave me. And I'll shoot three bows, uh, three arrows into the air, and now they'll sparkle with electricity. All right. Uh, like fireworks. Cool. That's pretty cool. Jixie. I've been thinking a lot about what to say in this moment. I was hoping I would never have to. But I guess you could say my thoughts are best summed up in the form of a limerick. There was a young goblin named Jix who always had a bag full of tricks. I want him to know that I will always protect mother and that I loved him like a brother, even though his head was filled with bricks. King of the Hammerheads lives. And I'll walk off. Jersey puts his hat back on. So we'll quietly uh, ready the horses and take one last look back at the grave. All right, let's take an early break there and we will be back in just a little bit. Are you talking to me? You think I'm some kind of schmuck? Ooh, I will rip your face off. In fact, the only way I'm not gonna rip your arms off and beat you with them is if you join my friends and I on Tuesdays, 7 p.m. Pacific at twitch.tv slash ingloriousbards. Be there or be limbless, limbless and faceless. It is several days, uh, maybe even almost a week later, outside the town of Tabernry, there is a druid, a sorcerer, and a knight riding up to the gate with a bunch of horses strung out behind them. 
You three are uh, tired from hard riding. You look dusty and dirty, and you are at the gate, the tavernry gate, which is normally open and welcoming to anyone who comes in. Um, however, since the last time you were there, it is now much more closed off. The gate is closed. You see there are a couple guards, and there are two brothers, uh, not actual uh, brothers. Uh, but two uh, brothers who are there, uh, those are the priestly guys with their big hammers. Anarian Brotherhood? Correct. Um, and they see you guys approach. There is a line of about three people that have uh, uh, bags over them or bushels of things they're carrying, trying to bring into town. And they're negotiating with these different guards. Uh, the two Renarian brothers are kind of staying inside the guardhouse, but looking through an open door. But the guards are there and they're dealing with the people. They see you guys come up with horses and they kind of, the guards push the, uh, the poor peasants out of the way. <clears throat> and you guys ride up, the guard holds up his hand and says, uh, hold there, what's your business? Hello, my name is Xanner. You may remember me. We are the defenders of the realm and we are here to pay our respects to the Renarian Brotherhood and the town of Tavernry. Make a diplomacy roll. I thought you'd never ask. Gah! <laughs> uh, unable to find the skill. What the what? Hang on. 19. With a 19, he says, uh, we just can't let anyone uh, through here. Well, we're not just anyone, my friend. We are the defenders of Navarre. Then I'm sure you know how things work here. And he stands in close and holds out a hand. Xanner leans down with a very uh, knowing nod and hands two gold. I thought you were going to go... <laughs> Secret handshake. <laughs> How much gold did you hand over? Two. Two One gold. To the guards. He uh, takes the gold and says, you can go right on through and then stop Sildren. Hold. <laughs> State your business. No, no. No, we are the guardians. We're the defenders of Navarre. He slaps your one of three horses and sends Xanner galloping into <laughs> Uh, we are defenders of Navarre and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And you know how him. this works. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I will hand him two gold. All right. You uh, ride in. He nods. He lets you go through. He sees Sir Brenros approach and says, come on through, knight. And you come right on through. Hey. <laughs> As it's privileges. You guys, <laughs> you guys enter the town. It is still as uh, quiet and uh, watched over as you remember. You see a pair of Renarian brothers uh, walking a patrol in the streets. There's not nearly as much activity as you remember Tavernary having. You find a stable for your horses and recognize some of the horses that are also stabled there. You go over to Peg's Tavern, open the door, step inside. The place is almost completely empty, except for Peg behind the bar. And then above him is a balcony area with a couple tables. And at your table, you see your friends are there waiting for you. Yay! 
Welcome! Just, uh, looks Welcome. over the balcony and hears that yell. Peg Stand. welcomes you in. One round of spicy oats, please! Of course, you look thirsty. Good to see you again. And you! Ooh, I am thirsty. He slops some oatmeal out, some spicy oatmeal, gets you guys some uh, ales, and says, um, how fares life for you? What's What have you been up to since I've last seen you? Brenrose! Hello. <laughs> something, something, I'm tired. <laughs> Is everything all right, Brenrose? It's me, your long-lost need- friend, Norwegian. <laughs> I need a long brush a day to bathe. Peg, we went to Thave. I've never oh. been to Thave. It was so sandy. I think I still have some in my hair. You shuffle out a bunch of sand outside, outside. That's lice, not sand. It was the craziest thing. They worship spiders down there. Oh, that reminds me. Where's Ziggy? Is he here? I'm uh, here. They're all up. So you look and you see your friends are up above. <laughs> We're like hanging upside down now. Like <laughs> the balcony. Grab, uh, grab us some extra drinks, and uh, we need to have a sit down, friends. Sounds great. Xander uh, whips around right, right to Peg real fast and says, "I will take as many as I can carry." What? Xander grabs one. <laughs> <laughs> they come in pints, and uh, you guys grab some drinks. You grab some bowls of spicy oatmeal, and you take the stairs up above. And you see that there is a uh, new friend there, a Yasoki, also known as Rat Folk, a uh, fellow with a nice, sharp-looking hat. You can see he uh, appears to be uh, welcomed by uh, Iggy and Idrisil. You also notice Jix uh, has not arrived yet, and you uh, take a seat at the table with Iggy looking a little odd. Did you find your banner? I will rise uh, to greet Brenrose and give him the clasp as usual. We found our banner. We found the king. Yeah! Wow! And good also Where's Jix? And I, I can't find the words. We, quite yet. We, all, we found those things, but we did lose poor Jix. What do you mean you lost him? I mean, he, he can't fell, be that far. He fell in battle. He died. Fell where? He's, he's dead, Xanner. He died bravely, but he's now in the ground. What? Zana, do you remember when Killian stepped into the fire to save you? Yes. Sometimes the brave choice isn't the easy choice. Jex was never a fighter. He always fought dirty when he could, or from a distance. But he stood right next to Iggy and I, against a man twice his size, and gave his last breath for us. No! No, it's a a trick! I'll put my hand on his shoulder, which is, like, way bigger than it should be. No, he fought giants, Idrisil. 
He's been able to take down wolves, and he's been able to run out from- Xanner. No! No! Silver yes. comes up and puts his hand on Xanner's other <clears throat> shoulder. <clears throat> You're not joking. I would never joke. Not about that. Jake's made a lot of jokes, but with him gone, I haven't the heart. I brought him back and I... <laughs> on the same note, we have words from the king. And with that, a new friend. I'll present Piercy. I hate saying this, but Von Skeeton Lever. <laughs> uh, and I'll present, you know, present him. <clears throat> Piercy nods and this is one of the king's skull. This is one of the king's most trusted men. We've sent the king away on a mission. We plan to meet him back at the Nexus. Where is Jix now? We buried him where he fell. We buried him with honor. Xanner, uh... Xanner's all teared up. Xanner Zan- falls and sobs. Yeah, Idrisil will stand yeah. up to his tallest height. The king of the hammerheads. Long king, of, reign. king of the hammerheads. King of and, hammerheads. um... Iggy will scooch his chair next to Xanner and, like, put him in a big old bear hug. They'll just sob together. Uh, Sildren walks over to Piercy. Justo quietly leaves the table. <laughs> this isn't the right time. Jingle, jingle. <laughs> Wait, you mean for once he has good timing? <laughs> so, Damn it, if only I knew for release. Uh, and Sildren extends his hand to uh, Piercy, and uh, I'm Sildren. Nice to meet you. Um, I'm Percy Von Skeetenlieber. Happy to uh, meet your acquaintance, Percy. I'm sure. I wish it were under better circumstances. Uh, so sorry about your friend there. Uh, I didn't know him, but it uh, sounds like he was a good, uh, good little go- uh, goblin. Indeed. He will be missed. What of your chalice? How did you fare on your mission? Better seems, than us, I can see. Seems such a small thing under the circumstances. Any accomplishment is no small thing in a time like this. Very well. The last chalice was destroyed. It was destroyed, and with it, some new information has come to light. Something has made itself known, something calling itself Skodrenar. It is returning. Like the Tower of Skodrenar, just north of here. This comes to be found at the ruins of a city, buried in the sand far to the south, and presently being excavated 
or its purpose, I can only assume, is to bring more relics forward for this Skodranar. But again, all of this seems to pale a bit. Well, a darker stain on the kingdom there doesn't muddy it anymore to me. I see it as our mission now to head back to Mirskon again. I've sent a note to the I've sent a note with the king to meet us there in about a week and a half's time. To meet just inside of Ableton's uh, boarding house. He asked me to bring Yandamore, though I did not confirm I could do that. I told him I could do my utmost. I thought cancelling with you all would be a better move on that part before we include more people into especially you Zanna as you are the holder and keeper of the Nexus that's right that's right I am this uh, evening is met with some darkness and I do appreciate the company that you keep here with this uh, Piercy you said well. Who is that? Tanner <laughs> suddenly sees Piercy for the first time <laughs> and starts pointing at him. This is a friend of ours, Xanner. His name is Piercy. Yes. Let us speak no more sadness and remind ourselves of our friend Jix. And I'll tell a story about to Jix the Jix. The Jix. Jix. To Jix of House Stummerall. Son of mother and pops. Definitely of honor in Mirskon and the best of all of us. No offense, Sir Brenrose. Here, here, here. It's an hour later. <laughs> do you guys and also, do you guys remember? Do you guys remember when he jumped off the cliff and he said, "Bombs away, bitches!" Which time? <laughs> he said that kind of like every single time. I remember that one time that he held a little horse. He called it a little entropy and he loved it so much. Entropy! Entropy! <laughs> Brent Rose is watching with detachment just like Christopher is. Like, what the hell? Percy! 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 Time to stop snipping glue. It was this one time when uh, Jix and I first got to know each other, we had to fight a giant worm, but no one believed us. No, they had to go see the farmers, but Jix and I, we knew if we snuck in to the farmer's house, we could detect magic, and he came right with me to do it. Uh, and how big of a farm was it? No, it was, he had, it, it was at least bigger than this. On top of a hill, it's bottom hell. I was, uh, I had to, we had to fight a worm and he burned it. We burned it up. <laughs> he was great. He was really good. Uh, <laughs> well, it sounds like a good little yoblin. He had a lot, he had a, he had a, 
He had some downsides. He, uh... <laughs> <laughs> he... It's starting to get a little real. <laughs> uh, out of his pocket. <laughs> he would pick up the ugliest things. He would put so much horrible things in his mouth. And he was so happy with it. It was gross. It was the absolute... I just... I... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't feel good. Uh, Edgestel is showing, drunkenly showing uh, Sildren his new, like, uh, lightning mark etchings in wood, you know, on his bow. Slick. The king gave me a new rune. Can you feel the magic? Can you smell the magic? Here, smell my bow. Yes, yes, I can smell it. Thank you. It smells... Malodorous. It's uh... <laughs> actually that might be you. I'm afraid you need a shower, my friend. Oh, I could use a shower. I still have sand in places that you're not supposed to have sand. Where the what places? I got sand here. And I got sand right here. And I got I got sand right. It's in my pants. Interesting. We'll go downstairs to the bar. Uh, to grab another round. Okay. You said that chicks died in battle. Yes. And he was at the front and not behind? He was. It was, uh... It was a captain of, uh... A Navar Navaran soldier captain who, who killed him. The Navaran soldiers captured us at uh, the keep, put us in chains, and when when we thought all was lost, the king and his men rode in and you saved us. Was Jixon chains when he was slain? He was. I don't think he was actually. And you never, well, I don't think he ever let himself out. Oh no, he let Iggy out, that's right, sorry. So bound at the front, facing death. Was unusually brave in this moment. I could think of no better way to die. That I, is bravery that is told in stories. I, I feel the same, and I hope his stories live on much longer than the rest of us. <gasps> stories! Oh no! Oh no, no! No stories! We didn't tell you! You guys, Scorgedar! Scorgedar is back! We found another temple! They had the star and had the we've star! Heard, we've heard, we've heard this story, Xana. No, no, no! No, you haven't! There's another one! There's two! There's the one here, and there's another one down there! And there might be more! We gotta stop it! If we don't stop it, everything goes dark! Everything goes dark! We will stop it, Xanar, in time. No! Right now! You don't understand! We're out of time! This is what Jax would want! Is there a sleep spell? 
<laughs> yeah. It's called, it's called a pommel of your sword. <laughs> or two more ales. <laughs> uh, Brenros would like to be spending after these uh, gatherings or uh, part of the remainder of the evening uh, in contemplation and prayer with uh, Celine over chicks. I've, uh, I have secured us some rooms at our uh, at our inn um, when when we would like to retire, and then before we take off in the morning, uh, I would like to have a moment with all with all of you. I have an idea, you guys. I'm, I'm getting sleepy. I have an idea. The brothers can fight Scorgener. The brothers can fight. Can fight the undead brothers. And Xander collapses. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to take this little one back back to the inn and uh, put put him to rest. Put him, put him in bed. Tuck him in. Just so uh, talking to Peg um, for I get the duration uh, duration of that conversation. We'll just say at the end. Have you seen uh, Vanaling recently? Uh, yeah, a few days ago. She's doing well. Next Should time I tell you her uh, you've asked about her? Do that. That I shall. Do that. <laughs> uh, it is getting uh, towards nighttime, and unfortunately, there's still a curfew uh, set up by the Brotherhood, so I'm going to have to close soon. I'll make no more bother, and I will uh, help carry anybody that needs to be carried. Uh, along with myself. On the All way right. out, Sildren will actually tap Iggy on the shoulder, casting <clears throat> um, Ant Hall, uh, which allows him to carry <laughs> three more bulk for eight hours. Um, <laughs> handling uh, Xanner easily enough. All right. Uh, yep, because Xander's <laughs> 20, 24 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, we're weighing him down. <laughs> All right, you guys retire for the evening at an inn. There is a curfew, and you can hear uh, a, a bell clanging that marks the curfew time at night, but the Brotherhood uh, watches over. You guys uh, stay at the Fall Feather Inn and uh, sleep for the night. You get a good night's rest. We've already rested you within the, uh, the fantasy ground, so you got all your spells and all your hit points back. Um, it is the next morning. You guys are gathered at the inn, uh, the downstairs area, gathering all your stuff, getting ready to head out, and Iggy has you together to uh, share some. I have some of Jix's belongings that I think he, he would as a group would like us to have. So, and I, ha I hand out a bag of coins to each person, including, uh, uh, including Piercy. They each have 73 gold and five silver in them. Oh, nice. Uh, on the table in front of us, I put a skeleton key, a mire pin, um, an elixir of life, an oil of weightlessness, a salve of anti-paralysis, and an antidote, uh, a moderate antidote potion. Uh, this was, if, 
if, if this was a normal group, I would totally imagine Jix grabbing all of that quickly. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and Wasn't there a it? scene yeah. in Dark Crystal when the Skeksis all just like like came in and like vultured all that shit up? <clears throat> My goodness, oh, I, I've never <laughs> seen so many golds. You are part of our journey now, friend. Uh, friend, are we are we close enough to call you friend? But you 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 deserve this, I think. Uh, uh, uh thank thank you. Uh, I, I'm not I'm not used to the the dwarves being so kindly to to the Soki. They only steal in our Varan tunnels and all. I have I have no ill will against you. You'll find, uh, Piercy, right? You'll find that we, uh, we tend to use our gold, uh, influentially and, uh, generously. So it only makes sense if you're going to travel with the defenders as one of us that you have approximate amounts that we have because <laughs> you're going to have to spend it. Oh, that's, that's, that's fine. I mean, uh, I'm just used uh, to the, the king just taking care of me. But uh, I can, I can, I can buy my own things with the gold. Um, but there is an initiation, a spanking machine. <laughs> Piercy, what are your hit points, for lack of a better term? Better <laughs> game. Are you strong or are you weak? Xander, uh, before. Complaining with everybody's like, I want the healing potion. I've never been able to help somebody other than than keep them alive. Sildren was falling apart in my arms and I couldn't do anything for him. And I want a healing potion. It's it's right. It's 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 all yours, friend. That's why I was asking. By the way, I, I have it. What does rat folk have for? Uh, if they're good or bad. Um, if no one else minds, Idrisil will grab the skeleton key and affix it to the thieves' tools that Jix gave him. All right. Do you have a thievery, by the way? Uh, trained at all? I am trained in thievery. Okay, that's good. Oh, uh, yeah, you're plus 13. You're, you're sitting pretty. You're very dexterous. What about the rest of the stuff? <laughs> and a little willowy. Um, so what, I'm sorry, what all is there? What did you take, Um, Xander? Uh, I, I I wanted the healing potion. There's a antidote and a... Oil of weightlessness, anti-paralysis, antidote, and then, uh, Jix will slide the Meyer pin over to Piercy. Who does? Uh, Jix gives Piercy the the Meyer pin, saying you keep saying Iggy, Iggy does. Iggy, there is no Jix. Sorry, Too soon, Iggy. <laughs> uh, this this was our friend Jix's. Um, pin it under your collar, and it, it might come in handy someday. Uh, what does it do? You'll see. You'll know when it uh, happens. <laughs> That's not threatening. Enjoy. <laughs> Uh, it, will, it will let you, it will unlock a magical place for, for it. It detects dragons. If it ever goes off, run as fast <laughs> as you can. Doesn't matter the direction. Just run. <laughs> <laughs> so, Xander, you're taking the elixir of life? Yes. Okay. What does the oil of weightlessness do? You gotta catch it. <laughs> <laughs> Make something light. 
I think Brenros should have that. Nearly weightless. Well, Brenros has already got some trinkets from from Jix, so this this is this um, you all is probably for the better. Could I also take the antidote? Yeah. Does anyone else want that? It's yours. Want to stack up too much? Can I make a uh, survivor roll and get some of his teeth? <laughs> of Jix's teeth? Of Jix's teeth? You could That's not. like totally my gig, man. We're not mafia. We didn't fuck his teeth. Yeah. <laughs> a little shrunken Jix voodoo doll head. Yeah, little... yeah. What are you going to do with them anyways? You get them confused with like little kernels of corn. <laughs> <laughs> They're poisonous. Jix always had a piece of everyone else. I figured we should have a piece of him. So there you go. Um, are these in the party sheet or do we just? Oh, they can be. Uh, I have this here. Hold on, party sheet going to inventory. What do I need to drop in there? Uh, I believe it's going to be the Meyer pin, elixir of life, lesser. Hold on, hold on, hold on, way too fast, way too fast. Slow, yo, uh, Meyer pin's in there. What's next? Skeleton key. Skeleton key is there. Next. Elixir of life, lesser. Elixir of life, permanent elixir of life there. Oil of weightlessness. Oil of weightlessness. Good. Two times salve of anti-paralysis. Salve anti-paralysis is two. And anti-moderate. Uh, antidote moderate. Antidote moderate potion is good to go. There you go. I'm going to, um, if there's no objections, I will take the uh, anti-paralysis and the antidote. Uh, I thought I was going to take the antidote. Okay. Take the antidote then. Fight for it. Percy, did you just steal my elixir? Uh, you rat fake Yolsky, I'm gonna punch you in the face with that! I'm gonna pull your goddamn ears! That didn't take long for the racism to start. <laughs> I'm hungover! Hey, there you go. Thank you. Uh, Sildren, take both those uh, anti-paralysis, the salve of anti-paralysis. Seriously though, what is the thing of uh, weightlessness? What is what exactly does that do? You can spread the oil on an item of one bulk or less to make it feel weightless. Oh, okay. It's almost word for word the description in the actual thing. Oh, settle that's down, crazy. settle down. <laughs> I wonder settle how down. down. <laughs> uh, I'll take that in case unless anybody else No, needs I'm it. fine. All right, is that it? Yep. Okay, what's your plan? I have no idea what you're doing or where you're going. I don't think we do either. Xander, uh, one thing, he's actually going to head down out of the room, take the freaking ugly uh, eye from the River Drake and bury hmm. it uh, kind of as his own hmm. parting way to, to nice. say goodbye to Jinx. Okay, all right. Um, oh, I would like to go back to Mirascon sooner rather than later to um, let his parents know of his fate, of Jix's fate. It seems we have to meet the king back there soon, yes, as he is, is returning. 
There are a great many reasons to return to Mirskorn. There's also a few not to. If I can remind you, there is one house, let alone two, possibly even three, that are looking for some of your heads. Yours is included, Brenros. It's true. It's not a simple thing to just go back with business unattended like this. Brenros, now that you're done with the chalices, will you stay with us or do you need to head back to Calavier? I can notify the queen and await word, but I would stay with you. Yay! Anything honoring the memory of Jix would be just as important. Oh, 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 oh! I don't know if I told you this. I had the greatest idea while we were drinking, but it's a really scary one, but I need your opinions on it. Okay, you here's what's happening. Scordrenar. You do? Yes. Did I, did I say so? This uh-huh. should be the third time. Okay, okay, I don't remember that part, but listen to this one. It's closer. <laughs> this whole place is already completely infected with brothers, right? The Renari Brotherhood. But we know that they've got some sort of holy power in there. That's how their hammers work so strong. They've got something in their temple in there. I bet that if we could find a way, just like we did in Mirskan, to put the Brotherhood against the Scourgernars, they might be able to fight the undead and maybe, without knowing it, help us to stop the darkness from coming. You guys, it's darkness. Xander, what, what makes you think the Brotherhood would help anyone besides themselves? <laughs> the Brotherhood worship the light. If we tell them about the undead and the darkness coming from Scorginar, I would bet you that they, if they don't already know about it, are already sworn in some way or another to fight against it. Huh? The idea does have merits. It is... How would we pull off such a scheme, Xana? Well, I don't know if it needs to be a scheme so much as, as, as far as letting them know exactly what's happening. There was some, there was that book. Do you remember the mayor, the, the scribe and the mayor had a book that told us that's how we got into the tower in the first place. There's a chance that we might be able to speak to one of them or even one of the bigger ones and let them know that they are coming up against some bad stuff. If you give them tale of your recent uh, encounters with Scourge and R, perhaps they may listen. I also thought they were not too kind to uh, Ignal and uh, Chicks at the time. Oh, they're well, awful! They were not. Do you remember what they did to Jix? I do! I'm not saying they're good guys. They're the worst! But I would love to put some bad guys against some other bad guys and have them help the fight. How do we proceed? Okay, here's my idea. I think that what we should do is we should go and find the 
any sort of documents. We should go back to the to the journals. We knew that there was something down there. We should find the information. We should go back to the crypt. Scorchinar came out of Tabernary. Did you know that? Did you remember that? He had a grave at the south end of town by the gates where the giant skeleton came in. That was Scorchinar that they pulled out of there, I think. Or at least some sort of amulet that brought him back. We could find some information down there. We could do a little bit of magic, maybe some searching, and then we bring the information to the Brotherhood and let them know this is what has to happen. We let them know that darkness is coming and we tell them that we think that they are the ones that can take care of it because they are the Renarian Brotherhood, defenders of the light. It almost sounds Xanar like you went to side with the Brotherhood. <laughs> I want them to think that we're siding with them. If they all get taken out, that's great. But one way or another, the darkness sounds like it's coming and it's getting worse. I'm afraid that there actually may be more towers of Scorgenar. That is what. Go ahead. That is what you said last night. That is what Brenro said last night. I did? Oh, good for me. We seem we have agreed to meet the king and we must get him back hopefully in power and then we must deal with these towers and with the return of Scorgenar uh, the brotherhood may be able to indirectly aid us um, if we can carry that plan out but it seems we need to go to Mirskan and then we need to reset our video. (laughs) (laughs) And we are not back. No, because we still are missing Sir Benros. We're good now. We're good. Okay. All right. Carry on. Um, on the way, let us discuss Scorgenar and what we must do there. But it's uh, <clears throat> uh, although Xanar, your idea of going to the crypt and getting more information on Scorgenar again is good. Ignal, what was the tournament mentioned that's happening in Mirskon? That too. There has been so much I forgot about it, but the next fall sun celebration, there is a competition of commoners law in Mirskon. I believe uh, that was happening quite soon, is it not? If so, that could give us an opportune distraction within the city's walls to place the king where he needs to be. That, and if we're crafty enough, we could create a law that could help us. I don't know how far that would go, but... It could help us, it could help others, more importantly. Though I 
I would not know what to say. But that sounds really soon. When's that happening? It must it must be within these next few weeks. Is there any um, sign of this? Any talk of the tournament in Mirskon? Absolutely. Our... Um, there are uh, at uh, Peg's Tavern mm-hmm. at the Oak Post board. There were um, written posts on there that talk about the uh, competition and all the fun and the celebration happening in Mirskon soon. Um, with an emphasis on uh, a big horse riding competition, a, a staff battling competition, uh, an archery competition. And uh, who is from Iggy? You've been to Mirskan. Uh, Piercy, you've, uh, you've seen the celebration or heard of it. You've never been to one because the Senate has had no interest in working with the people since they've been in power. But you've heard about it in the for- before, and it's just a really fun way for the, the, the citizens of the city to unwind and uh, tends to bring in some uh, outsiders from the surrounding towns as well. I, I, heard, a, I heard a niece from my father. Yeah. Uh, celebration and it's uh it's a it's a good time for everyone but uh i i never i never have been but uh ah i'm excited to see it so let's go whoa, whoa, whoa hang on <laughs> if this is put on by the senate then it's clearly not what it seems like it is we haven't seen them do one <laughs> thing for just any good sake there's Prob- always a reason. They're probably doing it for a distraction to rile the people up in excitement rather, rather than, than trying to revolt. That will bring a lot of people into the city and may allow uh, the king to sneak in more easily during that tournament. And us. And us, because we are not, we are not their loved. We are, we are wanted men there, but could we disguise ourselves to enter the competition? To what ends? Um, <clears throat> I picture myself entering the competition as uh, uh, the red herring to the rest of you following the plan that we will at some point make. So did, did you have a plan or do you just, you just want to- I am getting us as far into this as I can. I, I would say- I got him to the Nexus. I got him to Do I have a plan? I would say one thing. Uh, you, you, you needn't be careful with the senators, eh? Off, often or, or dubious, they killed my my father uh, many years ago, and uh, and uh, they they may have some evil plans as well uh, for this uh, what you call it uh, the uh, uh, commoners' day. Wait, did you say the nexus? What? Not you, Idrisil! <laughs> I did. I did say the Nexus. We could go back. What about Jix's key? It is. Hey, no. Iggy, 
I, I have it, but if you recall, I don't think it is. Once it, the, the carrier dies, it does not. It it's key to the individual anymore. only. Right. It will not function for anyone else. The key uh, f- uh, was never located. Um, okay. it, you searched him very close and could not find that key. That bastard ate it. <clears throat> Zana, you're capable of creating more. I know that. I just want to make sure that our nexus is safe. If I recall from the tomes, it, it, it may have I... gone with him. It is safe. Be sure, Zana, that I spoke nothing of actual mention of the Nexus. I told Theon we have a plan and a safe place to hide him. I did not tell him where the Nexus is. Ixnay on the Exisnay around the Atray. So yeah, Idrisil's plan, as far as this plan is concerned, is to enter the competition. as one means of distraction to carry out whatever plans we do have. Well, here in Tabernary still, we were going to go to the uh, temple. Yeah. No. Uh, the, the crypt. Not the crypt. not the temple yes. of the Brotherhood yet. Yeah, we should go. We should go explore the crypt. <clears throat> let us let us be on our way then. Well, let's see this out. Okay. Where are you guys headed? Uh, Xander wants to lead them south, so so, so to the south of Tabernary to, to go to the oh, crypts. I gotta get my Tabernary map out. In, in the uh, in the temple where there was uh, the undead breaking out, uh, a coffin. They grabbed a gem, and then uh, when Xander attempted to fireball all of them, he got them all except one, who apparently uh, teleported out of there with whatever it is that they were looking for. We found out that it was the, uh, the I believe we remember it was the grave of uh, Scoriel. Nope, hang on. Scorjar. It's the reason why this whole quest line isn't wrapped up. <laughs> right, we, we, we never finished it. And dang it, we should have just followed. Uh, hang on. That was a lot there. That was all of the things and and let me know if you can't uh hear Antiel. it was Antiel. no it's not me, no well, it wasn't. my internet's looking a little dodgy right now do to do to do scorio guide three sorry guys i'm i'm scanning a whole bunch of notes but we want to go to the crypt that's where we're going Okay, right. you guys head to the south of Tavernry. There is the southeast gate where you did, did battle with a bunch of skeletons, including a giant skeleton. And there is a temple that is uh, located there that, that has some iron bars in front of it that some of the skeletons uh, were racing to. You guys are going down some steps down to this temple. It's 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 like an old church that hasn't been used in a long time. Yep, you're still there. There's a big iron gate in front of it. You're there. Yep. Did you hear me? Any, anything I just said? Yeah, uh, we got heard you say iron gate. Skeletons. Iron Paired gate. N-Cray and flying disc. 
All right. Let me uh, let me try changing internet here. Hold on one second. Let's see if this works. Okay. okay. You guys, it was Jalkaban of the Scorgenar Guild. How did you go? Guild? Yeah. This, oh, is, this is new information for me. All right. Yeah, as we uh, you you left. This is something that we found out with Reese from the Wolves when we met him. But there was a whole bunch of undead attacking. And if you look right over here inside the temple, there was a grave that read Jalkaban, lower artisan of the Iron Water Fort, member of the Scorgenar Guild father of Jen the Seer, friend to all. But there was something inside his crypt that wasn't just with him. It was a glue, blue, glowing, magical form of some sort. <clears throat> and, uh, and that's where we went. And, and I, if I recall, we asked around a little bit, and uh, even Peg was able to give us a couple of pieces of information. The only thing we really found out was that Scorgenar symbol was the sword piercing the star. But other than that, we weren't able to find very much. I'm hoping we can find more today. You guys are outside that church and there's the iron gate that's blocking you from getting inside. Um, motion to Alistair. He has a, a yep. skeleton key. Xander mimics uh, Sildren with the waving forward. <laughs> Hello. I will. Uh, Is there a yeah. lock on it? There is. It is locked. Okay. <laughs> I, thought it was, I thought it was just like a big iron. Uh, we all just motion to him, and he just walks up and pushes it open. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, which key is it? Uh, let's see. Let's see. No, no, no. Um, okay, yeah. I will uh, go ahead and activate my... I'll use my skeleton key. Okay. Uh, it gives you a plus one to pick the lock, or I believe once a day it can cast the knock spell, mm -hmm. which gives you a bigger bonus. Um, uh, plus four bonus. Okay. Want to go big? Uh, big. I'll go big on the first one. All right. Make a you uh, you say the magic word into the skeleton key. What is the magic word for the skeleton key? Please, oh, please, oh, please, oh, please, oh, please. All right. It has to be said like four times and you insert the key. <laughs> it triggers a little spark of magic. You need to make a thievery roll and add plus four as you're using the full power of the skeleton key for the day. Please, oh, please, oh, please, oh, please. With a 20 plus four. Yes. 25. With a 25, you feel a click. The lock opens. You pull the skeleton key out, and you're able to push the squeaky iron gate uh, over. You guys step inside this crypt. You have been in here, some of you, once before. It is. It has little nooks and alcoves and crannies and uh, um, coffins set aside. And you uh, start looking through, passing by some cobwebs, some dusty floors. This is not a place that has been visited often. The last time was probably the last time you were here several months ago uh, or weeks ago, depending on how long it was um and before that was probably years ago and you xanner you were able to go to the last spot where you saw skeletons working some sort of magic and you have uh arrived at a uh a little coffin that says uh jal caban lower artisan of the iron water fort member of the scorgenar guild father of jen the seer 
and friend to all. This is it! Right here! So what's your plan, Xana? What are you hoping to find? Well, if they buried a, a member of the Guild of Scorginar in this temple with some sort of magic relic, then there must be some sort of significance to that. Let's look around and see what kind of temple this is and if we can find other members of the guild and perhaps some information about where Scorginar comes from. Percy puts uh, his hand on the hilt of his sword, just kind of ready as he walks around and searches around and sniffs around the chamber. Okay. Xander will start by detecting magic. See if there's anything else you can find in here. All right. Xander, yeah. uh, you detect magic. Mm. And it is, uh, it, it, and you start um, zeroing in on where that magic is located and find it is another coffin, this one unmarked, uh, that is um, not too far away from where you were at before. Is there a way for uh, uh, Brenrose to tell if the uh, this area has been sanctified? Make a religion roll, Brenrose. Religion. All right, technical difficulties. A nice. 30. Oh, uh, with a 30, you are able to identify this place has been consecrated and uh, is safe from nefarious dark magic, except for some damage you can even detect as you lay your hands on the ground. Some recent damage within the last few months, uh, you can sense uh, that has been done around the Jalkaban uh, coffin, which lines up with what Xanner uh, has been talking about in their last encounter here. The rest of this temple appears to be a sanctified ground, uh, undisturbed. Uh, the only damage is here. I worry about disrupting the rest of others. And then Renrose just steps back. <laughs> uh, what information did uh, Xander glean other than finding the, the magic location? I, I, I can cast it at fourth level now, so it's a little, it's a little higher up. Yeah, you know that it is a transmutation effect and you're standing before this coffin. You only need to tell me if you want to defile it. Uh, oh. yeah, so, um, you guys, I found something! And Xander defiles the coffin. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Zip. And uh, Xander instantly defiles the coffin by going, ah! and you can't seem to lift this stone lid of the coffin free. You know me. Uh, I can't lift it. If only we had like a potion of weightlessness or something. It would make life so much better right now. What are you trying to do? You're trying to break this coffin open? We need to get in. Why do we need to get in? There's magic in here. What? Not, not all magic. He goes Should... nuts with Cracker Jack's box. There's a prize in here. Xander, <laughs> you take one point of damage, by the way. Xander, not not all magic should be unearthed. Vi this Vi one should. Why we need in the magic? There's a transmutation change inside this thing. 
Remember that coffin right there. That had the obvious stone that had to cause the undead skeletons to come in here to steal it. They broke that and they cursed this ground. Brandros, you just proved it. This could be another link. We are here for information and there seems to be potentially some within this this coffin. Oh, I'll help you, Xanner, but if this fucks us over... It's on you. There's an episode name. Uh, real quick, hang on, hang on, hang on! Is there a name on this one, real quick? I didn't even check! There is no name. Unmarked. Great. Okay, let's go! Igno will try to lift the lid. Uh, it opens up very easily, and uh, inside is <laughs> is a uh, skeleton. You loosen it up for him. Uh, the skeleton looks all dusty as, uh, or cobwebby and uh, has a sword wrapped around its hands, an old rusty sword. And you uh, look around Xanner and are able to find a rotten leather bag and you pull out a metal piece from there and it looks to be some strange ornaments something along those lines and it is uh, a series of four uh, wire mesh cubes uh, in a four by four pattern that's kind of like cubes with cubes that go up in a kind of a diagonal shape so it's a row of cubes the row of cubes row of cubes and they kind of move and you can kind of click them down into a straight flat shape or move some down some down you can create strange unusual shapes with it um, and you're not sure what its function is but this is absolutely the uh, item you detected and Iggy being right there you also see there is a uh, scroll case that is tucked just under the uh, skeleton as well. I'll take the scroll case and open it. All right, you open it up. Uh, it hasn't been open in a very long time. You must not read from the book! <laughs> uh, he's The only word he's ever been able to read. Necronomicon? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you... <laughs> This word uh, starts with CTH. I don't know what this is. <laughs> How do you pronounce that? <laughs> uh, you uh, see, it is a message uh, written in a language you don't know, Common. A language you don't know. Xanner, uh, <laughs> little guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, my eyeballs are hurting a little right now. You want to re- read this? Uh, Xander will take the scroll to read it. He will also stash away the uh, the cubes for now. Okay. Uh, Xander, you take a look. This is written in the Chaloran language, uh, uh, erased from several eras ago, and you do not know this language. You can just identify how it's aligned. You can tell that it is of that language, but you can't make heads or tails of it. I don't know, but it looks important. Let's just find out. Turn the lid to the coffin, as it were, and be on our way. This seems to be all we can glean here. Roger. And I'll uh, put the lid back on and make it as pretty as I can. Okay, you put it back and you guys head out of this crypt and are back into sunshine. Children will have said a little prayer to Kef uh, to for 
the person that we took the items from and asking for, I guess, forgiveness for doing that. Okay. <laughs> taking his shit. Or <laughs> just bragging about it. Keth got another one. <laughs> Amen. Uh, on their way out, Xander would like to make a perception check just through the crypt real quick to see if he can see uh, any symbols of Scorginar or anything else that would match uh, a Guild of Scorginar title or anything like that. You don't see anything at all like that. Okay. Who is uh, the the Scorginar? Yeah, that's the question. That's the one that we don't have an answer for it right now. But I will tell you that so far, all the followers of Scorginar are undead. Or at least try to be, and it's not okay. It must be very tiring to be undead. He seems to be a creature, uh, probably uh, an undead creature um, that was perhaps worshipped. Um, and there are those that seem to want to bring him back. Uh, in fact, allow me to read something to you. Back from where? Back from the dead. Uh, so, so he, he's a dead, but he he wants to be undead. That he is uh, undead, but perhaps trapped somewhere. And hold on, let me find something. You know, we have what? found a message in a tower that, uh, allow me to read this. It bring yourself down this path we leave behind for those of noble spirit. In this path we hide from those with dark intentions. The fallen hero, Scorginar, cannot be allowed to return or he will lay waste to everything he sees. Only close adherence to these steps will prevent the destruction of Varen. He was stopped once before, and if you are seeking out these words, then you must stop him once again. Your final trek begins at his resting place, the grand city that looks out over the Bay of Five Sins. And of everything we have learned of this creature, he is... Uh, would be the ruin of Varen, shall he return. Which is why, although the king returning is of great import, dealing with this Scorginar, I believe is of paramount importance. And as soon as we are able, we must turn our attention and our effort to beating this entity. You, you know, my, uh, my younger brother, uh, Nathan, he was chatted once. He had to bite off his own tail. Now we call him Stubby. Uh, where, where is Stubby? Tragic. Oh, he's back in the barn under the castle. I think. Uh, I don't know. I, I've not been back to Mirskan for a while now. story let's go <laughs> you're so dismissive of other people's stories it, it was a little a weird i have to admit 
what, Piercy? I'll teach you how to tell some stories and then it will make them more fun. Oh, we don't need two of you. <laughs> and you teach me how to be lame. We'll share. <laughs> <laughs> you guys were heading somewhere? To Mirskan, I believe. I think that's next. Okay. Unless you, got- you want to go to the Tower of Scorchinar! That is on the way. Is it not? No. It's not far at all. The The tower is next to, not far from Tavern right now. Yeah, it's, it's only like two hours north. It's, it's just not. Uh, I, think, I, think J- uh, I think I uh, think Iggy might have some reservations. He had quite a bit of watery, nightmarish trouble there before. A little bit. Wasn't there the tower when we were on the barge? Yeah, that's yes. the one we went back to. The one that we went into, the one that, that Iggy fought found. all the fucking zombies. Yeah, isn't that between? Okay. It's close. It's not far at all. Do you remember how many of them there were crawling up out of the ground? My ray of frost did nothing! This sounds new to me. Yeah, you weren't there. Mm -hmm. Place full of undead? Full of them! That would be a place I would want to be. That's one for me! Who else is coming with us? He splits again. We, we, do have, <laughs> we, we do have to be back in Mirskan fairly soon. I, I must ask, do we have time for this? <laughs> Stop stealing my lines. I don't know if I get a woat, but... Uh, a what? A woat. The what? A woat. I don't know what that is. He's, say, he's yeah, saying yes, no, A woat, a woat, a woat. A note? A boat, yes a boat. or no? A boat? Anyway. A goat? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he says anyway perfectly. But Seriously, <laughs> I have no idea what <laughs> uh, The King Faya, he, he told me to, to go with you all, so... Where, uh, wherever you go, I, I go. I was about to start singing the song. I'm not going to do it. Okay, you guys are heading to Mirskan. Am I hearing that correctly? Um, No. Okay. (laughs) Yes. All right. Let's do it. You guys get aboard your horses (laughs) and ride off west along the river and make your way towards the city of Mirskan. It's a couple days ride. It is uh, uneventful and you arrive at the city. You see uh, the grand city of Mirskan, the largest city in Navarre. Uh, from quite some distance away, and it is that three-tiered plateau. You approach from essentially what is the back, the east side of the city. Let me drop a map of it into our video here. I'm a little sad. I was just thinking that we needed to give a couple of our party some uh, some sneaky Steves. Um, uh, we that on the way. Oh, but there are no sneaky Steves. No more sneaky Steves. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, my, uh, my potions all ran out. What was I going to say? There we go. Uh, and you see the the tiered uh, assist, uh, uh, plateaus of Mirskan. You approach from the uh, bottom uh, southwest section, and there is quite a bit of uh, traffic coming in. There are quite a few people. You chat with them along the way, and they are all coming in for the festival that is going to be held soon within the city. 
you uh, make your way uh, on the Southwest District, whose name is totally... Scalies. Scalies, thank you. I thought it was start with a... Uh, the Scalies District. This is normally a trade caravan thing. Some of maybe the the less welcomed races might be uh, have some homes out here. The lizard man types. Tom, um, is it possible for us to have attached ourselves to a caravan in some way um, before coming in? So we're our caravan types versus random dangerous adventurers. Yeah, we can say that totally happened. Uh, the net result is your caravan has entered the Scalies District and has uh, had to argue and fight the caravan master to find some space with little is left to unload their goods. Uh, he pays each of you guys one gold for your guard services oh, over those few days. Sweet. <laughs> and... Good job, Xana. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> And you guys uh, help them get all set up, and then you uh, say your goodbyes. And uh, are you doing anything out of the ordinary? Because your goal now is you've got to uh, pass through the big bridge and cross over into the uh, city itself, into the Long Pier District on the southwest part of the city. Split up in pairs and meet back uh, at the Nexus. Hey, do you have the ring? Jix's ring, the, the ring of House Summerall. That's how he got us in last time. I buried it with his body. Okay. <laughs> yep, good. Okay. <laughs> I bet his mother wouldn't have wanted that back at all. It's fine. <laughs> it wasn't in the list, okay? <laughs> Rather had her son back. Oh. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys break into pairs uh, and do a little uh, staggered approach to the uh, the bridge. There are some uh, city guards and a few Navarran <laughs> soldiers uh, who are I, a little more imposing. Um, I would like to be with Iggy if possible. I think everyone would want to be, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Women want to he be is, with him. He is the sexist. <laughs> Uh, a, a little, hold on. Uh, as we're getting closer to the gates, um, Percy is getting a little bit nervous. Um, so, uh, so yo, uh, and he's looking down at his tabit, which is a giant signet of the wolf. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I. Yeah. I told him at the beginning of the episode to take off all the wolf shit. <laughs> That's all he has. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I would say maybe you acquired something in tapestry, yeah, perhaps. That you put on the Navarran armor? That wasn't part of our thing? Uh, no, no, uh, Piercy doesn't go Also, well, you're not, not getting into the rat city, folk. <laughs> uh, not... What? I was just also saying he's a rat folk. Not yeah, really come in. Navarran armor. I guess coming through through the sewers, I suppose. That's not what I was going with, but cool. Good, good on you. <laughs> is there is there a uh, way that uh, that Piercy can subterfuge and enter the city a different way than through the main gate? You gotta tell me what's your plan. Um, well, being that he knows the the Warrens under the city fairly well, he's going to look 
for like sewer opening uh, that he is familiar with or something of this sort. All right, with a bow and a wave, Piercy uh, Von Skeetenlever disappears down a grate, closing it behind him and instantly knows where he is off to. He has been through these sewers many times and is scurrying away. Can we, before he leaves, tell him where to meet us? In I the, see you uh, there, yay. His the snout one. says through the little grate. <laughs> <laughs> Did we follow? That seemed really easy. Xander, uh, Z- you could. You were of uh, the size that could fit in there, but no one else could. Uh, yeah. Xander's going to follow. All right. Xander dives down. Diplomat, heavy speaker for the group, Xander, <laughs> leaves them all behind and jumps down a sewer. You land with a splash uh, and startle Piercy, who was just ready to scurry down. It smells awful. It's tight. It's narrow. You're going to uh, crawl through a river of shit to come out clean on the other side of the line. <laughs> Can't quite remember the Shawshank Redemption line. Um, that sounded uh, yeah, sound right. <laughs> and uh, I'll get busy dying. It's hard to see, but you guys both have low light vision, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, so you're able to see some shafts of light of the next uh, um, opening up ahead. And Xander, uh, you're trying to desperately keep up as uh, Piercy is able to go on all fours and just scurry really quick and leap over some gunk here and leap over here. And he's staying very dry. And you're just sploshing through trying to keep up with him. Xander's going to fly. Oh, even better. Percy is an expert in nimble crawl, so he... Just... Yeah, you just try to get away. All right, Xander lights up some flame jets and catches up to you. I need uh, Piercy to make a reflex saving throw. You just oh need a 20 or higher. Okay. Pretty simple. 29. 29, there is a uh, huge, uh, not a huge, but a sizable boom of flame as Xander triggers lots of gases with his flame jets. And <laughs> Piercy, uh, you enjoy only six points of fire damage. Xander, you enjoy 12 points of well, fire hold damage. Hold on, was that, a, was that, um, I have uh, evade. Yes, you take no damage at all. Okay. Piercy, you're able to tumble out of the way. Xander, you take 12 points of fire. Uh, and, and wherever you're going, you are creating like a pre-sonic boom <laughs> fire thing as you're going through. Um, I don't know if you want to continue to go for speed or stop the chaos. Totally up to you. Hey, watch out. Now simmer down. I just don't want to get my feet dirty. <laughs> Poopy smells. Why did you go into the sewer? Yeah. I didn't think it was going to be this bad. The last time we went down, it was just a ghost and a balloon. It wasn't this. It wasn't sticky. Chunks of things are falling down yeah. into ah! the floor. <laughs> uh, uh, meanwhile, upstairs, uh, back up top, is some of you guys are approaching the gate. It's a lot of people. You can easily start to blend in. You can see there are... Uh, those soldiers and guards I mentioned, they are taking a look at the crowd and they are uh, ripping off the, the hoods of any cloaks and taking a look at people, uh, but they're letting everyone go on by and you're still some distance away. 
And uh, let's see, the four of you, Idrisil, Brenros, Iggy, and Sildren, you do see, once again, you hear first uh, a nasty voice calling out, and these terrorists must be stopped and destroyed and found and rooted out for the safety of the city. And you see that uh, shaven head plump, priest uh Bidor, i believe was his name um is standing in front of a gallows with uh a body hanging a naked body this time hanging in the uh hanging slightly slang, swaying in the wind with a uh, wolf uh picture with a red line crossed from it arms uh, tied behind its back and you recognize it as davar That's not good. <clears throat> I will keep my head down and keep moving with Brenrose at my side. All right. And I'm I'm very much acting like his kind of uh, steward, almost in a way. Okay. Like I'm holding, not holding his shield. He wouldn't let me do that, but I'm holding everything he'll let me hold. Uh, you three uh, move on and notice that Iggy is not and st- is standing there and staring. Uh, no, Sildren's with Sildren, Sildren sticking with uh, Iggy. I want to um, murder that priest. We, I think, have to now. Um, not right this moment, but that priest, I think, has earned a certain fate. I am with you on that, Iggy. But for now... You're gonna say not right now, though, aren't you? Not right now. That is indeed correct, but we need to get to the Nexus, and we need to find this priest at another time and deal with him as... as I feel now we must. But for now, we need to cross and get to the Nexus. Well, let's get through and then we'll talk. Is there, Tom, is there another way other than the bridge to get through? Like a, like, 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 I'm fearing Iggy won't be able to get across since they're checking everybody. Uh, Make a society roll. Fun. (laughs) Those are my favorite. Seven. Mm. Uh, you know, of, you don't even think there's a bridge and gate into the city. You can't get there from here. It's, it's... <laughs> gotta go through the sewers. What could could Igni could Igni Iggy uh, make that same roll uh, of knowing of a way? Uh, sure. Yeah. Fucking no. Uh, uh, Natural one. Nope. We both agree there's no bridge. <laughs> the sewer is the only way. Yeah. There is no spoon. These caravans don't know where they're going. <laughs> Are we even in Mirskan at this point? Yeah, that's a, that's the question. <laughs> we like right. take a barge and start heading down river. 
you guys uh, follow this crowd. Uh, some people are annoyed trying to get their goods through. Some people are uh, excited that they're going to be dealing with this fun celebration. And you guys follow the crowd in. And uh, the guards and soldiers uh, cast uh, looks at the four of you. Renros, Idrisil, Iggy, and Sildren. And they let all of you go save one, and that is the Knight of the Order of the Vigilant. And one of the uh, Navarran soldiers in his black uh, armor with silver trim uh, holds out and says, uh, you there, Knight! And he waves for you to come closer, Brynros. Brynros will approach, probably waving uh, subtly to uh, <clears throat> uh, Idrisil to keep going and okay. leave him. Yeah, I'm going to be as bumbling and like clumsy as I can, pretending to be uh, the steward. All right. The guard calls out and says, uh, What's your business here in town, knight? Business brings a sad day. I am here to honor the dead. Uh, it is an unfortunate time, but passing has occurred. So I'm here to pay respects, hence my garb. I am not here to celebrate. I hope you will let me pass. Who has passed away? A friend of the order. He says, uh, very well, and watches you closely as you walk on by and just kind of turns and watches you go and keeps a close eye on you, but lets you pass on by. Okay. Uh, all of you have reached the other. <laughs> all of you have reached the other side. The Long Pier District. You can see they are setting up some, uh, uh, cordoning off some area uh, that looks to have some hay bales and some rope cordoned off, and you recognize it as a route to be run. Uh, so it's some sort of challenge here that's going up the entire length of the Long Pier docks, as they're starting that up. Uh, you guys uh, smell uh, Piercy and Xanner as they have just popped out of a hidden <laughs> sewer grate from behind a shop and see you guys in the crowd and come approaching. The crowd's kind of parting. <laughs> We're same time back to back. Like, you move, do you move? <laughs> I do But one of you is slick and the other one is... <laughs> Sticky fire. <laughs> uh, Idrisil will take off his cloak and cover Piercy with it, whether okay. he likes it or not. All right. Ah, thank you. Cover okay. that armor. There's a tablet, but thank you. You've got this robe on. You look like a little 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 girl in a big dress type of a thing <laughs> trailing behind I, you. I'm more imagining a, a, so a Jawa type type yep. thing. Yeah. Boutini. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Where are you guys headed? Uh, to the Nexus, I believe. Uh, no, we have no idea. We just <laughs> you tell us, Tom. It's, it's, Do we want to go visit the? Our, our, how many of us? want to go visit mother that's what i was gonna say is if you guys want to go to the nexus that is fine i'll meet you there in a bit but i want to i want to take um take jix's things to his parents why don't we all 
Why don't we all go to Thale? We need to speak to Yander more. I smell really bad. I smell really, really bad. This is a terrible idea. It smells down there. Than how you smelled before, friend. Oh, really? Then I'm fine. (laughs) And screw your face. (laughs) Ouch. My my little friend, (laughs) simmer down. I suggest ones who haven't trodden through the filth of the city should uh, probably be in attendance to speak with the mother. No offense to either of you, but even though you're clean, I don't think the smell is appropriate. I should go. I am still in formal garb. I believe Ignal should go. We should... Couldn't uh, stop him. We still need to be very careful as a large group uh, would gather quite a bit of suspicious eyes, I think. But that's just me. Piercy, we've already been through a lot of shit together. (laughs) Literally. I think you should come with me. And Pierce and uh, Xander will start leading him towards the Nexus. Where are you going? I'm going to get you cleaned up and I'm going to show you the safest place in the world. The Farins. Let's let's go. (laughs) All right. And where are the other four of you off to? Uh, I'm going to remain with Iggy until we separate to go to. um, I'm going to go to Yandamore's. Manor, okay. um, Elderbrook, I think. All right. And I believe he's going to go to see Mother. To nope. Mother and Brenrose and Sildren? Um, since I wasn't with, with Jex when he fell, um, I will actually travel with Idrisil. Um, <clears throat> okay. Yeah. And Brenrose? Traveling with Ignor. Okay. Um, two, two, two. Oh. Ignal and Renros, the two of you walk through the city, um, trying to avoid any notice and find your way at the home of Jix's parents. Uh, Ignal, you look decidedly uncomfortable and the normal stoic Renros continues that uh, as well. And you are outside the door, neither of you eager to knock upon it. Thank you for coming with me, Renros. Of course. Are you ready for this? Is anybody ever ready for such a thing? True. But it is something that has to be done. Uh, they need uh, to. They need to mourn as much as we do, and we need to honor our friends. Then steady yourself. And Brenros will rap upon the door. Brenros, you knock upon the door. After a moment, you hear the voice of mother saying, oh, just a minute. And she unlocks the door and opens it up. And she's there in her beautiful apron and uh, wiping her hands off with a little tan towel. And she says, oh my. It's you. I'm. It's great to see you. Come in. Where is everyone? It is just us right now, Mother. Maybe oh, we come in. 
come in, come in. And she gets you in and closes the door behind you and says, it's uh, it's just me, uh, father's uh, away on some business. I'll get you uh, something uh, warm in your bellies. Oh, that, mother, that is not necessary. Can you, can you please sit down with us? We would like to talk. Of course. Well, um, come in. And she brings you into their uh, very formal-looking living room uh, with uh, fancy furniture, and she uh, sits down uh, with you guys. So, uh, what's been going on? Uh, what have you and uh, Jix and the rest have been getting into? Something Mo- uh, crazy, I imagine? Mother, there, there is no easy way to say this, but your son Jix is dead. He died heroically, he died bravely, but he has passed away. I don't understand. And she goes over to the door and opens it and looks outside. Jix? And uh, Igna will go over and uh, steady her by putting an arm around her shoulders and leading her back to her chair. What do you mean he's he's dead? You mean he's not dead? He he very much is dead, mother. He died in battle. That's not possible. It is. And I have some things that I think he would want you to have. And I want you to know that I it's am not possible. Feet. We are all here for whatever you need. <laughs> it's not possible. Chicks is, is, is alive. Tell me he's lying. I cannot. <laughs> Your son stood before Navarne soldiers. <laughs> he took a fatal blade. I can't lose both of them. (laughs) No! He died in service to the king. He died for his country. His spirit will live on. She hands at at, uh, Ignal's back. You did well. She uh, goes upstairs and goes into Jix's room and closes the door behind her. And you hear her continue to cry. And we will stop there for tonight.